right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 57. I'm your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Chris SJE. Chris, I was about to say, man, the people, you tweeted about the manga. The people people probably like, what, what manga are you reading? Oh, got him the Demon Slayer cover. Yeah. I hope the, uh, that's one of the good arcs. Nah, bro, that's the Gotage. That's the uh, the Gotage short stories. Oh, like this her side shit. You know what I'm saying? She did the. Okay. It's 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 some gas. I'm like a lot. I didn't. I've been reading too much other shit. I'm gonna save this to dive into. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To dive into after I'm finished catching up, because you know all the shit I gotta catch up on. I'm trying to trying to prioritize that. You feel me? But at the same time, I'm reading One Piece. Oh, I'm man. reading Eden Zero. You know what I'm saying? I'm reading fucking um. I read Buku shit right now. If I pull up my reading little my, piece, my different manga app, zero. You reading JJK or no? Not yet. With JJK, reading JJK. Lit? I'm definitely. Okay. I'm not too deep into JJK. I'm like five chapters in. You feel me? Okay. But at the same time, the only reason why I'm not more in is because I read those five chapters and it was hard for me to stop myself. I'm like, wait, I'm I'm reading too much shit at once. I'm like, I'm this close to catching up on uh, Eden Zero. Like I got like maybe 10, 15 chapters left. I could do that in like a day or two. But okay, I'm gonna knock that shit out. Well, you had in one then, piece, just out of curiosity. In the middle, not in the middle of Punk Hazard, the beginning of Punk Hazard, with the little fucking, uh, the no head, the, not no head, the, like the head dude, the head samurai. And the, oh, okay. So you met, you met, uh, like a centaur and shit. You, you met, the, I'm not going to say his name because you, you met the samurai. Yeah, for sure. I met so, the samurai. So, so the Wano arc has started for you just, just now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. They, this is the first time I've seen them mention Wano, uh, canonically in this. At least, since, like, damn, they talk at least about Wano Thriller Bark. Like I'm watching, I'm watching Punk Hazard. I'm like, wait, these niggas is really dropping oh, gems right literally now. Literally, everything from Punk Hazard to Wano connects. Everything. N- now I'm excited. I'm just getting started on it. I'm reading the manga because the dub, you know what I'm saying, is stopping at a certain place, and my girl is at a certain place in the anime. So I'm like, I'm gonna keep watching the anime with my girl, but I'm gonna read the manga and get, just zoom past. Yeah, about yes, thank the stars. So we'll we'll talk. I just got I just gotta catch up. I feel like I'm gonna catch up on Eden Zero. I'm going to catch up on uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. And the other ones that I'm reading, I'm just reading is like some, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm catching them. I'm just yeah. starting some randos or whatever, but like not really going too deep into them because usually when I dive in, it's just in passing them for the other shit. But uh, One Piece is one that I, I dedicate like days to. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I bet. I'm not. All right. Because hearing that Eden Zero stuff is just like, bro. You got, bro, you it's got other gas. It's I know. gas pack. Like when I got to, uh, when I got to like chapter 80, 85, you know what I'm saying? Something happened. Like 84 or something happened. And I was like, bro, I did not think this show would or this uh series would take it there. Cause like Damn. So I gotta get through the crazy. I gotta get through the 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 first couple of chapters, BS, and then get to the and gas. They, get, they got like a little funny etchy art, you know what I'm saying? They got like it's it's heavily you could tell it's like made by the same dude who made fairy tale. Mm-hmm. But uh she got a lot of heart in it. And I feel like it's gonna it's gonna steer different than fairy tale. It's gonna be a little bit more, a little bit more put together, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't mad at that. To all the One Piece fans out there, all I got to say is, <laughs> y'all know what that is. <laughs> Yo, shit is nuts. Oh, man. Can't say no more. <laughs> bro, I can't gotta, say no more. Bro, I gotta, now, see, that's the thing. I got to catch up because I can't be missing out on all these inside jokes. Like, this shit is out, man. <laughs> shit is nuts. But let's get started to, with today's topics. And like, oh, today we also have a very special guest. We have Mimic God, the creator of NamiWare. He works for Noir Cesar as well as partner with them. So the anime, well, let me just say the pop culture clothing brand, NamiWare. Chris got some of their, 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 the Shohoku jacket. But yeah, we have Mimic God coming on the show a little bit later. But let's start off with our first news topic. Jujutsu Kaisen will premiere in October. 
It's going to air on Fridays at 25, 25 a.m., uh, I guess, which, which is effectively Saturdays at 1.25 a.m. So, yeah, we JJK, we're going to be able to watch it this October on Bro, Saturday. I'm I, yeah, I'm super fuck. hyped. They, they released, like, another little trailer for it. I didn't put that up here. It was like a PV2. It was like a little short just showing you a little more of it. Looks so good. I didn't see that, but I need to. It looks so good. Like the animation style and the art style that the mangaka for JJK used, it it really flowed in seamlessly. And I'm really excited for this, this anime. I love, 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 love the art style of, uh, of JJK, bro. Like it's so different. I love the characters, the character designs, uh, the weird ghoulish, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the the monsters, this, the, 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 bro. They look absolutely nuts. Unsettling. And, like, and then, unsettling. And then seeing, like, you... Like, I don't know how deep you've gotten, but I'm guessing if you're five chapters deep, then you know about Yuji and his demon and everything with that. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, all that shit. Like, every time Yuji's, like, eyes are poking out, like, nah, shit, shit is very grotesque. And I'm not gonna lie. I love that because I love... I consider this to be horror, but it's it's shown in horror. Like, uh, Promise Neverland is shown in Thriller. You feel me? You could even, I guess you could say horror for Promise Neverland too, but yeah, this was definitely horror. Like you could tell, like when I first saw it, right? It gave me bleach vibes, uh, bleach vibes as far as the character designs, as far as the aesthetic kind of to a certain extent. But then it gave me a couple other vibes. Kind of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I, my on. I mean, not Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Yu-Yu Hakusho, Yu-Yu kind Hakusho. of Demon Slayer a little bit. But you could tell that this Mangaka wants to go a little bit darker with it, a little bit, uh, a little, little bit, bit different, yeah. More towards leaning towards horror, you know what I'm saying? Because Demon Slayer tried it with their demons, but Demon Slayer, it, I wouldn't call it horror. I would just no, call it shown in action. You feel me? Yeah. It got some grotesque shit, but uh, not as not not like JJK unsettling. Yeah, like it reminds me of some uh, uh, Junji Ito kind of. The only horror. closest thing in Shona that's shown in that's kind of like it is Chainsaw Man. Which is and like, Chainsaw Man is dope too. That's which the is future. it's peer, like yeah, it's like it's like one of its rivals. Like I guess to say a JJK rival came out at the same time as, as JJK. So cool, we're gonna have JJK in October. That's gonna be part of our fall slate. So I'm excited that we we know it's gonna be there already. Next up, we got the Us uh, Usagi Chronicles. It's an all new animated series based on Stan Stan Sakai's iconic Usagi Yojimbo graphic novels. Oh. You may know this as the Usagi Yojimbo. It's the bunny with the the samurai bunny the samurai rabbit if you've seen the the pictures of that ever the netflix is uh partnering with the creator to make a series off of it but instead of following usagi yojimbo uh sakai decided that he wants his series to follow the descendant of the legendary warrior and his character is going to be miyamato usagi and that's going to be coming to netflix it's going to be more of a futuristic tale instead of being an o instead of being an edo period japan but he's still going to be a samurai so cool man good for us uh, stan sakai excited for that uh, us- uh usagi yojimbo is very iconic like i said is the Funny with the blue uh with the blue kimono samurai gear. He's pretty pretty dope. And speaking of samurai, I gotta say, go ch- since the creator's name last name is Sakai, go check out Ghost of Sushima. Ghost of Sushima. Oh my if god. You are man. an anime fan. No, Chris and Chris, look, my girlfriend has been so fed up because for the past four days I've dominated the television like none other. Damn, bro. She literally was like, I feel like in I play 2K, but I don't do because see when it's I never make my girl watch me play 2K because I don't play 2K like I play it like I run plays. I do like a lot of like 
I do a lot of meticulous shit. So it's not interesting to watch me play a basketball video game. So it's like, I'll play that when she go to sleep. I'm not one of them Twitter niggas like where, oh, my boyfriend chooses 2K over me. Nah, I'm not like that. But for the first time, she was like, man, I feel like one of those girls with this game because I have could not put down Ghost of Tsushima down. The fact that they sit like... You recognize a lot of the tropes from Jap- Japanese lore and from all these animes you watch. The fact that there's a straw hat gang inside of the inside of the anim- inside of the game, and they're like this group of samurais that's doing their own thing, and it's like the Mugiwaras, and it's like oh shit, and just everything about it, the 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 fighting styles, the different sword styles, such a great game. If you care about samurai culture, if you love just j- Japanese culture, then. That game is for you. It's probably the best game I've played since. Man, maybe bro. the Spider-Man game or God of War. It, it's 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 definitely gonna be game of the year. I'm I'm so fucking I'm jealous because I have a PS4. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you it's in the living room. It's in the living room right now, but I don't be on it no more. Like the last time I got on PS4, I was playing GTA on some whole. You know what I'm saying? Fuck twelve shit. I was just cutting up. I was wreaking havoc. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put the chicos in. I was like blowing shit up. You know what I'm saying? But see, this is a time, game to get back to PlayStation for. Like I, I've been, the thing is, I might uh, I'm going on vacation soon. I might I'm gonna have just like a, a little while to myself so I could just zone out and play it. But uh, I ain't gonna lie, I be moving around. I be having a switch on me on the go. You know what I'm saying? I, I was so jealous. I went on the Switch store and I was like searching the Samurai games, and they got a few of them that look cool, but it's really just one that's solid. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, this don't look like it's fucking with Ghost of Tsushima. I seen the, the clips on Twitter. I was like, man, drop the shit on fucking everywhere. I hate that these platforms, I'm not saying I hate it. But I see, that's, I, I'm not going to be mad at that because that's a play, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's a PlayStation exclusive. That's a Sony exclusive. And it's smart. It's smart to do that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, and that's uh, why I'm getting a PlayStation 5. Because People like, are going to hear this and they're going to get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, I feel like you going to fuss at me, but I know for sure when Jump Force drops, in December on Switch. I'm copping it, you know what I'm saying? With the DLC, so I can have the boys, you know what I'm saying? You spending more money on yo. Money, yo. Just for, just for uh, you see, you spend, accessibility. Not, okay, I thought you was about to say I'm fussing at you for console war shit. But no, I was about to fuss at you for that. I'm fussing at you for spending stupid money. Nigga, you spent $100 <laughs> on the initial Jump Force release. Which I do was, feel played about that. that. That was a horrible spend, and me and you both did it. Yo, don't 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 spend really, money. It was on really Jump just for the Switch. flex. It was like just for the flex. Be like, oh, I got it three days early. early. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. The second I thought I had, I thought so high level. I was like, I can't wait until the drop day. I gotta play that. Bro, don't buy that for the Switch. Please don't buy that for the Switch, y'all. I got to. I gotta please, hand out L's. If you listen to this, please tweet at Krista. Do not buy that for the Switch. Bro, this is my thing, right? For games, hashtag Krista. Don't buy that. I don't like a lot of, and this is crazy. I do like a lot of like open world games as far as watching them. As far as playing them, I, I don't lean towards a God of Wars, Assassin's Creed. You mm, know what I'm saying? See, that's like my bad. Well, not the other day. Last year, I, I played Grand Theft Auto V through its entirety, and that's probably the first Grand Theft Auto game I actually played the story mode aside from San Andreas. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like. I love playing those open world games and shit like that. But I still haven't even played Breath of the Wild or whatever. I'm, I'm more into like the 2D platformers, like the OG, like Sonic, Mario, all the new styles of it, like the new Mega Man's and uh, mm, Gunvolt. Okay. But I, I fuck with that, and I fuck with fighting games. And I done wore out like the Kill the Kill shit. I done wore out the fucking uh, One Piece. Go get Pirate Wars out, uh, Four, bro. Now see, get the, that over Jump Force. I was just playing it the other day, but I, you know what I'm saying. The one I've been playing to put the most mileage on is probably uh, the My Hero. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The one's Justice 2. But I need 
I need that jump force, man. It's just just for passing. Because I would still play it from time to time on a PS4, but the only thing that stopped me is because the PS4 is like a home console. So when I'm locked in at home, I'd, I'd rather probably play something else because I wore out Jump Force, you feel me? But now I'll be having them cravings. Like, man, I want to play Jump Force, but I can't because I, well, I can, but a lot of times I'm on the go. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I just got the switch in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? I just be wanting to pop out and just, I'll be, bro, I put 500 plus hours in a Pokemon, which is ridiculous yeah, to say crazy. it came out. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, like, I'll be on that bitch hard. Like Mario Maker 2, I'd have to I Mario get, Maker. I get the on-the-go thing for the Switch if that's why you use it. I get that. I just wish I could transfer my purchase from the PlayStation 4 because I feel like that was a big waste. I feel like I'm going to put more hours on the one on the Switch, but I feel like the, the PS4 purchase was a waste, especially because I didn't cop it for 60 when it dropped like regular paid shit. A, we paid $100, bro. I don't, I don't know if it's on sale right now or not, but it should be. It, it should def- be. It definitely should be. But- I feel like... Matter of fact, it shouldn't be just to not disrespect us for paying that hundred dollars. No, at it's first. A, it needs you, to be if on you sale. got it on there for forty or twenty. I'd be like, damn, son, so I could have got it for twenty. I'm gonna feel even more. But then, but those people have to pay twenty bucks per new character DLC. So, but wait for the switch. This is gonna be my deal breaker because I do want it with all the DLC because I was, they took so long leaking the DLC. For They're dropping Force. a deluxe version of the game that you're gonna have to pay extra for. Yeah, might not so, cop. I might not yeah, cop. That's, what the, drop. that's what I'm saying, bro. They dropping the if regular cop, version bro, for the Switch, and then they dropping the Switch Deluxe, which is if gonna I cost do cop, extra. I'm gonna learn my lesson from a nigga who loves anime, and uh, and I, I learned my lesson. But I'm, I'm gonna try to. What I'm gonna do is, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna watch carefully. You feel me? I've been scarred before. You feel me? So I'm gonna see with the with the price hitting for with the pack hitting for. But at the same time, if it's over sixty, don't spend that. I will watch eBay and I would watch these sites where niggas like super anime fans that have like that don't have a PS4 but they got a switch for some odd reason that was like I don't care what nobody says I'm gonna buy it and they buy it they're disappointed and they sell it I'll catch that for the $30 the hard copy <laughs> just the just the <laughs> just the uh the what you call the cartridge you know yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> well I, I can't be mad at y'all that for that but if y'all want to see me play Ghost of Tsushima I will early. be I will be streaming on Twitch probably Cause I'm gonna have all the stuff. I'm, I'm gonna start streaming on Twitch Wednesday night, so y'all can yeah. check it out. I might have to hop on that bitch next week too. When like on my vacation week, I've been hearing too much good shit it's, about it. Like if I'm gonna be at the crib anyway, it's amazing. It like, looks it, above worth it. Like it looks way it, more worth it, it. It is fucking amazing. But can you like so, like change your drip and shit? I've been seeing people with different like outfits. I'm like, wait, can you like customize your character? You get you you have to unlock like armors, and you can like 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 basically. You can change your, you can customize your headgear. You can change what you wear, but you can't mix and match. So like, okay. if you're wearing a samurai fit, you got to wear a samurai fit. If you're wearing a ronin fit, you got to wear a ronin fit, but you could wear the samurai fit with the straw hat. You could wear the, the ronin like fit with a headgear. You, can, you <laughs> mix it up a little bit, but not not too, too crazy. But it's still it's still nuts. You could put a mask on if you want. You could be all like- That's hard. Yeah, no, shit, shit is hard. So- I, I'm definitely like one to hop on that. Like it's been like- Best My game I played in years. Just win. First game that I've purchased that I'm like, all right, this was worth the sixty wild bucks. Juice. Yeah, no, it definitely did. And that, and I'm literally the moment we finish recording this podcast, I'm editing it and going to play Ghost of Tsushima till I pass Damn. out. So that's, that, that's the plan. But the final news story we have is, and I'm gonna list off some of the things that I think are important with this news story. But Kodansha Comics have announced uh, that the company will be hosting a panel at Comic Con at home. And during this, they will be 
showcasing uh, exclusive content, new stuff that they're planning. But inside of it, they're going to have a Shaman King panel. The panel will be celebrating the 10th anniversary of the series. Along with that panel, we'll get guests from Kodansha Comics, as well as insights into the anime and many more surprises. I'm willing to bet that we're going to get a trailer. But on top of that, I wanted to just list off some of the things uh, at Comic-Con at home that I think y'all would find interesting. So on... So we got at Comic-Con at home, we got on Wednesday. I think that y'all should check out some of the things that are going on is like, no, actually on Thursday, they have like the Cartoon Network panel. They have uh, the Crunchyroll panel that I think is at 10 o'clock. Yeah, they have a Crunchyroll panel. They have a Cartoon Network panel. They have uh, basically like them telling you about how you should, they have a manga panel where people teaching you how to write manga. There's like a HBO Crunchyroll Adult Swim panel, which is all the stuff that HBO Max is putting together with Adult Swim. There's all kind of good stuff. You can go to comiccon.org and they will give you their programming for Comic-Con at home. But it is, I got to say, man, to say that they're doing this at home, it, it, I got to give them their props because this is crazy. This is some good, good stuff. And it goes from Wednesday to Sunday. A lot of the cool stuff is from Thursday to like in between Thursday. Wednesday has some cool stuff, but it's from Wednesday to Saturday. Sunday is not too, too, too cool of stuff. But you see Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that's where they have some really, really dope stuff. So go check out the website. They'll give you all the different things. Like they say, how to break into manga, how to be a voice actor, things that you should should do, tips and, and whatnot. They have all kind of good panels if you're trying to be a creative in either create your own manga, be a voice actor, create your own comic, make an animated series. Like Cartoon Network is doing a panel where it's like how to storyboard and how to, how to get your art and shit ready to be animated. So I can't do that, but I will definitely be checking out the manga writing panel and the comic writing panel and the voice acting panel. A lot of yeah, I'll be people out a few stuff. of those. I knew I know a bunch of people in those fields. So for anybody out there who wants to dabble in these different fields, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be scared to get your foot in that water. Like you might be somebody who not saying desperately needs, but this might benefit you more than it'll benefit most people if you're already wanting to get your feet wet in certain shit. Uh, I definitely see this being uh, dope as hell, especially the at-home part about it. So Yeah, it's and like it's more... free. All you do is go on YouTube and you watch it. It's it's literally free. And for all the people who care about, like, future shows that are coming to Adult Swim, coming to Crunchyroll, coming some of the anime stuff, there's going to be different panels throughout that has announcements and shit. So I would definitely be checking it out. And this is probably why we haven't had a lot of news is because all the news is going to be released this upcoming weekend. So... I'm I'm waiting to hear what's going what's going to be popping because you already know everywhere every time every like every time we get like a big you gonna get a show like you gonna get a Shaman King out. trailer for sure. Ooh, you think I'm gonna get a Shaman? Yeah, they, like, the way you, you really think we gonna get a Shaman King trailer? Son? The way they the way they talked about that panel is like we I have a lot of think about that, son. and surprises because they're gonna they're gonna announce the anime for American fans. They're gonna with the anime announce it. They're gonna they're gonna release a trailer. Like they're not just gonna sit up there and talk about the series the whole time without showing us something. There's no they, way. I want that more than I want my next breath. You know what I'm saying? I you gonna need get it. that. Because the thing is, bro, I've been waiting a long time for this announcement. Like, Shaman King is one of those childhood ones for me. We, we, we've spoken on this a million times, but I'm just like, I'm hyped to my core. Like, no, you will get it. do me so much justice. I, I, this is one of those things where I'm willing to bet. I'm 85% confident that you're going to get it. 
I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 willing to bet a lot because you're not going to Comic Con because and see this is the thing. Comic-Con knows that the fact that there's no DC going to be at the panel, there's no Marvel going to be there, there's no Disney, because they're all hosting their own cons to, to do their own thing, to traffic to their sites. Everybody's like, we're going to get this money. Com- Comic-Con is like, they need some things to make the internet to, to trend. They need some things to trend, and they need things to make big announcements, to make big splash, because that's what Comic-Con is. Mm-hmm. At least, that's what it is today. It's it's to announce TV shows, to announce movies, and to bring forth trailers. It's if like a not, rally. It, gets, it just yeah. gets people hyped up. It gets people really hyped about uh, their fan, their fandom. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think I think you're definitely gonna get one. I think all the TV shows that and all the studios that are gonna be there that aren't like, for example, the boys. I don't. We might get a new trailer, but like, I'm not excited about that. I'm excited about stuff like HBO. What's coming next? Uh, Adult Swim's having this adult animation thing that where they're discussing some of their new adult animated shows. That's going to be adult lit. Adult Swim? Yeah, Adult Swim has like four okay. panels. Yeah, no, we're going to get like... It, go. It's going to be lit. So like, we're going to get a lot of cool show announcements for like HBO Max, Crunchyroll, Adult Swim, Toonami, and, and yeah, so that, that's going to be lit. And Rooster Teeth. So that'll go be lit. But speaking of movies and TV, the question that I had this week before we get into our interview, I wanted to ask you, being that tenant, and I know this is a live-action American movie conversation, but this really affects... Maybe not UK in our foreign listeners. Shout out to our listeners in Ireland. What's up? We fuck with y'all. Shout out to Dublin. Shout out to everybody out there. We fuck with the Irish mob because they definitely listen to us. But for all of our American fan base, we're fucked. Like, in terms of movies, we're fucked. Tenet got delayed, and that's the new Christopher Nolan smash. It got delayed indefinitely. And with that happening, I don't think we're getting any movies in theaters. Tenet was supposed to be the first one. Man, we... <sighs> it's fucked. It's fucked. And we with that fucked. being said, I don't know if we're getting the Demon Slayer movie this year. We I'm can just, kiss I'm, that Demon Slayer movie goodbye, especially for 2020. I don't think that it's gonna shit is gonna shake back the way that people are reacting. Like they're, it's it's maybe bad. I'm exaggerating, but the way people are reacting to this coronavirus in the U.S. The earliest is, uh, I say is December. The er, the earliest I say we're going to the movie theaters bro, is that December. Is, that is giving it a lot. <laughs> That's of, best uh, case scenario. Yeah, it's super best case scenario. Like I, I don't even see 2020 it happening. I just think maybe you feel me, like shit's gonna shift in a weird yeah. way. You feel and, me? And I'm not gonna lie. People aren't mad at it. They already gotta like when I go um, you know, try to watch a movie on YouTube or watch a movie on whatever, sometimes I'll be you'll buy a movie or you'll rent a movie on YouTube, whatever, for the convenience, boom, pop up on Netflix next month. You know what I'm saying? Like people lose rights to shit or whatever, but I know that's a bag right now. Like, people are just tossing each other hot potato fucking projects just to be like, hey, Netflix had it last week. I know you just watched it, like, last month, but now you want to show your homie it two months later, whatever the case may be. Now you got to get it over here. I know you already purchased this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a bag, bro. It's, it's You could... The only people that's suffering right now as far... Uh, you know, as far as movies, it's just the actual theaters because you can't oh, charge no, the, people I, fucking millions the, of dollars. The for studio, the studios are are fucking screwed too. Like all these people who put money into things like, for example, Funimation. Funimation's kind of hurting because like the Demon Slayer movie was supposed to bring in a lot of revenue this year, and and that leads into my question. I want to ask you. But they, things, that's the thing. They could still they could tax me to watch it on YouTube, and okay. as long as they crack down, that's on, that's. And and that's something that some people have responded to me with is the people could stream it once someone buys it. So my question is, would you pay and how much are you willing to pay if 
Funimation's like, yo, we're going to put the Demon Slayer on VOD. It's going to be on a special Funimation stream where once you buy it, you get a code and it's secured to where you can't share it or anything like that. What are you willing to pay? And I have like, I have some different pay ranges because I look at it like this. 10 to 30 is the least. But if you're, if that's the most you're willing to pay, cool. I got 40 to 60 and I got 70 to 100. I look at it as like, these people have to make their money back. The movies, the movie tickets aren't the, 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 the movie theaters don't make their money off of the tickets. That's what, that's what, uh, the, they made the money off everything else. Yeah. The movie theater, like the movie companies, the theaters themselves make their money off of concessions. So how much are you willing to pay? My question is if I'm willing to pay a UFC fight for like 65 bucks, I'm in that 40 to 60 range. If I'm being honest, if it's the right movie, I pay a hundred dollars. That's the most I'm paying. But what would you pay to see the Demon Slayer movie? And are you cool with it being video on demand? I hate to say this, bro. But if it's anything over like $10, $20, if it's anything over the what I would pay for the experience of watching, damn, I do. Because you, you got to think when they first put movies out on VOD to buy them, they cost 39 something, 40 bucks. They do. Mm. Well, and you got to think these people have to make their money back and with the risk of streaming they have to have a, a way to charge a lot of money to make sure in case it leaks if there was no other way I could watch it there's no other way I could watch it especially soon like if they, they if they say all like October that. if they say October video on demand 50, 50 bucks you paying it uh, I might I might drop the 50. I might drop 40. You know what I'm saying? But I'm probably going to drop the 50. I, realistically, I'm going to watch that bitch as soon as it drops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. As soon as it drops. So like, these, comp- these movie studios have, and these, and these studios have to figure out a way because there's no way we can go into 2021 with Corona still happening and movies are still obsolete. We either need to have drive-ins come back or we need to build up this video on demand pay-per-view. It'd be hard. Drive-ins would be lit. They're doing drive-in, like, they're doing drive-in comedy specials and shit. They're doing all kind of other drive-in shit. Drive-in fucking concerts and in Houston, and Houston and Sacramento and a lot of these big cities, they do have drive-in theaters. They're showing old movies right now, so. Bro, we don't, well, there is no new movies, so. Yeah, there's Nobody's going to drive to Houston the, the drive-in for the fucking theaters, Demon Slayer premiere, I tell you that. The drive-in theaters want it, but they can't, but it doesn't make sense for the movie theaters to give it to the drive-in theaters just to have for, like, a couple weeks, but not as many people going in. But man, if they could do like, I, I thought that movie theaters should partner, like movie studios should partner with these, uh, <sighs> with these football stadiums and movie do like have big, big time driving parking lots too, though. Like if you do like say, cause the movie, the movie theaters are closed, closed, but the best the case is, scenario, you do one movie this night. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. That's but my question. Day, sound. You get a certain parking spot. They give you your fucking. They give you like a little Bluetooth speaker or like headset. That's money. That's money. Who pays that? The movie studio or the movie theater? Damn, you're right. That's, that's money. So it's like that's why Headphone, I say they Bluetooth, should partner headset, with like car service. That's a lot. They should partner with a, like football stadiums and like baseball stadiums. Now us, that would suck for us. We might have to drive to Baton Rouge, but LSU could make some money. New Orleans, like the the Superdome, could make some money. Like all these different places can make some money, and you could do drive-in theaters and just makes a little bit of extra bank. But it to me, drive-in theaters is a pie. It, it that's the most feasible in terms of making it work, but that costs the most. I think for 
theaters and for studios because like you said to get the bluetooth and to get all that's extra money to get them to get the space to, to project it on to have the good quality that's extra money vod i think makes more sense but the thing is how do you stop someone from taking it and putting it on Twitch. Oh, it will get pirated, bro. Yeah. Niggas is gonna have that shit on Twitter just to flex. And that's you why I say you gotta pay. Slayer, like, that's why I say imagine. you gotta pay fifty nine ninety nine because you you gotta try and get the people that you know gonna buy it. So when it when it goes to streaming, you can make at least some of your money back. Now, see, I, I'm just being realistic. You know what I'm saying? I don't see a world where Kiss Anime doesn't have it that week. And at the same time, I also don't see a world where Twitter doesn't go buy it for $60, $50, however much you're going to spend, and get on Twitter. Not post the whole movie. You can't post the whole movie on Twitter, but they will post go clips. in there and spoil the fuck out of it. They will go right to the end. Like, we know what happens in the manga, but a lot of people who are strictly Demon Slayer movies, this is not like a Dragon Ball Super movie. This is a canon, well, Dragon Ball Super movie. Yeah, this, a, this is a canon movie. This is a movie that's a part of the actual canon manga storyline. So if you spoil some shit, you're really ruining it for the anime watchers who have to watch the movie to know what's about to happen in the story. You know what I'm saying? So if you spoil some crucial shit, I, I don't see them not doing that. Twitter's not that mature. Oh, that's and I don't think I don't think the studios would be able to control that kind of. Oh no, they they can't control the spoilers. They can maybe control it not going on Kiss if they get the right kind of technology. But like we were talking about, off the thing is, people can hack go that on shit. Kiss, bro. Yeah, but. They're gonna pull it from Kiss, but people can always download the HQ Blu-ray. And put it back up. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. That's why spots. I say you gotta charge sixty-something bucks to make the paywall make high. Exclusive. Yeah, and make, yeah, and then get you, try to get your money back because you. Yeah, that's you, the thing. I'm gonna buy it. Charge, I don't wanna go through that whole. You can't charge ten. Shit. You can't charge ten to thirty dollars. You just can't. It's not feasible. You won't make your money back. That'll be on. That'll be on Kiss Anime faster than the fifty and sixty. That's why. That's why that's I almost true. need You're right to about say. That. If you pay, if you charge seventy to eighty, I know it's out of hand, but that's them ensuring that they make their money back. And, and see, I, I can't be do, mad at that. Like even if they do do that, like uh, maybe I wouldn't pay seventy to hundred. I, would I wouldn't pay that. Pay I wouldn't pay that for the Demon Slayer movie, but I'd pay that for like if if the new Christopher Nolan movie. If they told me tomorrow that movie is seventy nine ninety nine, I'm paying. I'm sorry, Chris, I got to pay for that. Well, I'm doing it for the I'm doing it for the Demon Slayer movie. I'm doing it for I'm doing it for the loop in the third movie for sure. For sure they, for the loop in the third movie. If they tell me the loop in the third movie, fifty nine ninety nine, I'm paying it. I'm paying it. I'm trying I to think about to. what else. I don't know what else. Uh, There's not too many more. Not a lot of movies. Not not too many more movies that are coming out right now. At I least, like but. watching stuff in the comfort of my own home, bro. We live in Lafayette, Louisiana, where there was a shooting at the Grand Theater. True. And I personally have been back to that same oh, fucking Grand Theater. Like, uh, yo, did we go see. We went to I my hit hero there multiple times, bro. I went like multiple. literally. My friends and my family did not go to the movie for like a couple of months after that shit happened. I was in the movie theater the first day that bitch opened up again. I said, if, bro, <laughs> "Oh if my I'm a, god, bro. if I'm gonna get capped at it, I'm gonna get capped at it anywhere." Like that's what, like, if I'm gonna get the safest time to go in a movie theater is right, right after, after it opened from that. Yeah, shit bro, ways super stripped on that. The yeah. cops was there checking niggas. Like I was cool with it. Check me, nigga. I don't have shit on me. I'm going to as long as you check the nigga behind me. Yeah, they be like checking me, and then you know what I'm saying. Oh no, no, no they checked fucking, everybody. They, you gotta be checking everybody, bro. You oh yeah, no, they checked everybody, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get, I could get shot at my grocery store. Like, I'm not about to go right. watch this new movie. So, fuck I'm not gonna lie, being in the movie theater, bro, it was weird at first. 
at, not even just at first. There's certain times because I've been a bunch of times and like oh, with certain I, people get up. <laughs> yes, I, I waited do. like I waited a long time and I pick where uh, I sit too because like, I always try to sit by the exits. Man, me too. I, I strategically uh, plan my seats, but you know how you said um, you feel me? You went the day. The oh, day yeah, day they reopened, yeah. Like, for a hot little minute, I was like, nigga, what? The movies? <laughs> Fuck the movies, boy. I'm wait till <laughs> wait till I come out on DVD. So I didn't go see a lot of shit. But it was probably a year or so. But oh, no. I did start going. That was my family. Like, okay. My family and friends did my, like, my one of my homies waited, like, two months. And then he was like, Fuck this, I'm coming. And then, like, but most of my homies, they waited a year, bro. Like, there was yeah, a I waited con- a hot little minute, bro. And, the and, thing and, is, and, and it was back, awkward when people would get up during this, like, like, like and I know we should laugh time, at that, but it's true. Like, one time, it's a real thing. Like, Somebody had came in there and like looked around, but I guess they were looking for somebody. Yo. The thing is, when I go to the movie theaters, when I when I go to like me and you have went see a movie before and we sat by each other because we yeah, went, facts. we didn't go together, but we met up there, we got together and we chilled in the same seats or the same little area. I remember one time we went to the movie theater and was like, hey, we going to the movie theater. We couldn't meet up. We just picked some fucking seats and sat down and yeah. chilled and watched the fucking movie. Niggas came in there and they was like looking. And looking real suspect, like just looking. At, it was it was one dude. He was looking around for somebody. Like, ooh, I'm gonna catch me one today. And he like look. He was looking at everybody in the eyes. I'm like, bro, what you? You looking kind of long. So he leaves. I'm like, okay, that was weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it threw me out of the experience. Like I forgot what the fuck happened in the movie. So oh, yeah, he comes does. back and he's all like, he looks again. I'm like, oh no, son. Like you, you <laughs> sus. Like you being sus right now. But uh, then the like, I, I, in a little bit, you feel me? Uh, he had started calling people names. I said, he was trying to find somebody, but apparently he didn't find who he was looking for. So he shot out and didn't come back. So I'm like, okay, Gucci. At least like at the end, he kind of made it clear by like calling out with somebody. It's like, so you should have did it in the beginning that I cut out, you'd have found him the first time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but second of all, I just, just being in that experience is, I'm not saying I'm fucking- And being that we're in Lafayette, like the fact that a, a, a shooting has happened tonight, like one of the, the movie theater shootings, our town is on that list. So like- I don't want to be watching a movie and have to go through that in my head. Oh I'm my gosh, saying, that would be- This is probably an irrational fear because a lot of people probably don't, don't even think about it. They probably heard of that Lafayette shit and they be like, oh, that's crazy. They wild in Louisiana. But like, but, nah, uh, but people like the other places where movie shootings happens, I know those people think about it because it's like, you can't help but think about it. Yeah, and it's like you—you you can't let it control your life. Like I would—I no, went to yeah. movie theaters a lot, but I will say I'm way more comfortable in my crib, and I do blow a fucking bag in the movie theaters. And I do wish—I always say that when I go in there. We That's what I'm about to say. The movie theater experience—you spend twenty something for thirty something bucks. If you—you you spend twenty something going by yourself, or, or let me say this: if you cheap, you spend about fifteen to twenty <laughs> something bucks. Fifteen is minimum, just getting your ticket and maybe getting you a drink. Mm-hmm. If you go with a girl, unrealistic. <laughs> that's a $40, $50 night, partner. So, Man, real talk, you might, especially you, if you're paying for everything. You might as well just blow the, ba- the $40, $50 at your house. Because they give you those little deals, bro. And them deals be so fucking cut. Like, they, they give you like a, a deal where you get all this, all this, thing back, all this for like 50 like all this for like 60 But the price would be so bad if you were to get everything individually. It'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. You already fucking me. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, what I'm, And that's why I say you might as well pay the VOD. And then if your girl, like, oh, I need some snacks. Bitch, go to the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's what I'm saying, bro. Real talk, though. Like, I would love to be in the crib watching a movie, paying whatever I have to pay to watch it, and I could sit in there, I could pause it, go yeah, piss go to the without having to, you know what I'm saying, miss nothing. Nope. Shut up, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would hate having a, and I could pause it, go pop my popcorn, come back, ran out of popcorn, refill, go get some more. I could be eating rice dressing, my favorite. I could eat, yep. like, I can hit Sonic. I can, like, yep. order order pizza, you feel me? Chinese. I like that. 
Because this is the thing, bro. When you go to the popcorn, I mean, when you go to the popcorn, when you go to the movie theaters, you get popcorn or, or nachos, uh, popcorn and a drink or nachos. But the thing is, anything else. Oh, yeah. Anything else you get from the <laughs> movie theater. It's going to be super expensive and not worth it at all. Like, bro, if, gonna... you get, if you're getting a hot dog, if you're getting a pizza, if you're getting chicken tenders and fries, you are losing. Bro, you I are was over there losing. One time. I, I think it was last time we went to the new My Hero movie. Uh, like, they, they, I got some chicken tenders, right? Lost. They had this little thing. They were supposed to shoot them out. Super lost. In the in the shit already. I'm like, shit, I'm gonna be a little bit late. They take a feather with these fucking chicken tenders. So the little machine shoots the chicken tenders out onto the fucking floor. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? <laughs> so I turn around, he like he filling with some shit. He, t- he looked at me, I'm like, I don't know, son. So he's like, I'm just gonna hit, I'm gonna fix you some new ones. So I'm like, bro, you shouldn't have to be catching that shit like that. So when my shit finally came out the next round, not the floor fucking strips, like they five were five out of ten. They were hot garbage. And bro, they were like three. It was like three of them. Major laws. I pay for this, bro. That's what I'm saying. The the only time I have bought anything besides nachos and popcorn at the movies was the first, the first time when the grand opened. And I know people who don't live in Lafayette don't get this, but like the first time they opened, they had like homemade pizza and that shit was cash money. Like, I don't know if you remember when the grand first, first opened and they were selling pizza. (sighs) That shit was it the best. It sounds so familiar. Cause when the grand first cash. opened, it was definitely more grand than it is now. Like when that motherfucker opened at first, it was booming. Like I'll go that to shit grand, was fire. It was next level. You feel and me? I, and I know people are like, "What the fuck are these dudes talking about?" But it's like, no, man. This is this goes back to that conversation of VOD or, or driving. See, it's like we we need to we these we need to advance. Like I'm sorry, I know it's gonna suck for movie theaters, and I am one of those people that attest that if theaters if studios start switching to video on demand and then movie theaters become like this, not, I don't want to say this relic or this, 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 it's like a, it's like bowling kind of people don't always go bowling like they used to in the fifties and forties, but bowling is this nostalgic pastime where you're going to go bowling at some point during the year. You might not go more than once, but you're going to go at least like once me. I go to the movie theater still, even with the VOD shit, because I just love going to the movie theaters. And I think there's a group of people no matter if theater studios studios switch to VOD, I think there's a group of people that will always go to the movie theaters. I'm part of that group just for the experience. Now, see, I I, I want to I'm gonna end it like this. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna say, as an anime fan, for sure, when I go to the theater and I watch, you know, Dragon Ball Super Broly, it's different. Uh, when I watch the My Hero movies, it hits so different. It hits super hard. There's nothing like the that sound, experience. The, if, the if you quality. got a job, you know what I'm saying? Like you take off of work. If you're if, if it's a it's limited release and you got to drive out of town, you drive to go with like, your make friends. a trip it, out of it to a, go to the movies. There's nothing, experience. nothing quite like that. But I will say, nothing beats the convenience oh, that's true of, of your crib too. Because the thing is... And that's the thing. I would say if going to the theater, if they do switch to this VOD system we're, we're pitching, I would only go to the theater for... And I would go often, but I'm not going for like how because I review I review movies every week. I'm not going for every fucking trash movie. I'm gonna just stay exactly. at my fucking house. like I'm going for but all the big the big releases. The like I can imagine them giving you both during COVID to give you an extra option. Uh, there are still those I don't want to wear a mask ass motherfuckers who will be like <laughs> I don't I ain't watching that shit at my house. I'm going to the goddamn theater. I'm giving me a pop. You know what I'm saying, bro? So I, I went to the the crazy thing is I went to the movies. 
on the like right when COVID started. Like I was one of the. I went oh to, like, no! One of the, <laughs> you went with the. You went to the COVID movies, bro. I went you to really the last show. You you one no, of them. I, I am one of those. I love going to the movies. You be in there ones. with the mask and everything. Like, bro, hey, I, I would be. I I literally said, Chris, like, when when they were talking about bringing the movies back before they got shut down for two weeks, when it was like how it's gonna be like six or ten people in there. I told my girlfriend, I said, I'm gonna be one of them six or ten niggas I in see, there. I definitely couldn't be in there with no mask on because I'm got I gotta eat popcorn. Well, if I'm six you know or ten away, I don't know if I gotta wear like if I'm six feet away. If they only got six, maybe you you gotta wear a mask years. until you get in until there. Until you sit down, and yeah. I wear it till I sit down. The bathroom, you gotta wear a mask. You gotta have a mask out. But when you're in your seat away from niggas, you can uh, and see me. I'm the type of nigga. I'd be wearing my mask. You feel me? Yeah, me like, too. I heard even when I said, when I get out my car and I forget it, like I go back to my car before I go into the establishment, put it back on. And see, this this ain't no big like you know political like mass debate or whatever. You know what yeah, no. I ain't gonna lie. When when I when I just because it's, it's to the subject, you feel me? I, I was talking to my homegirl. She was like, "Nigga, I'm not, I'm not. I, I don't want to go a lot of places, but I gotta go. I gotta go. I don't want to wear a mask everywhere, or whatever." I was sitting there like, "Look, I'm gonna wear my mask. It's just gonna limit where I go because I'm I'm one of them people. I'm not like a against masks. I'm gonna wear them, but I'm just not gonna go everywhere because I don't want to have to be wearing that going all all over the place." The movies is not one of them places oh, I want to be in with a mask. Like, there's certain places, bro. And then the thing is, we just talked about our fears. Somebody come in looking for their girlfriend, like, where, she, where, she, where she sit? They got a mask on. It's like a weird mask. It's, it's saying some weird shit. You got like an AKM. I bear my rights to arm. Yo, no, no. Oh, see, the Latvia movies, you would only be able to wear, like, the medical mask. Like, they'd have to give you, like, one of them little blue shits that you know. Because, like, um, nah, nigga. Watching that. that shit at my house. Yeah, I'll throw a little <laughs> get together and be like, hey, everybody want to watch Demon Slayer movie? We got a big ass TV. Let's get it popping. You know what I'm saying? Do like a, because that would be dope too, like a more isolated incident. Because I would love to like be able to indulge in the whole idea of going to the movies with your friends. Because like, uh, shout out my brother Code Dope, RJ, and Fading them. Like, whenever Dragon Ball Super was hot, we were watching that bitch the second it dropped. Uh, everybody was watching at their crib. Sometimes we, a few of us would be together. You know what I'm saying? Usually me and Fade would watch them together. But uh, for the finale, the Jiren versus Goku, the big shebang, we had like a big ass party. And it was like, I ain't gonna lie. It wasn't like, let me I say it was a big ass party. It wasn't like no house jumping shit. But it was like the whole gang got together. It was like 15 plus people. We were just kicking it, watching the movie. You know what I'm saying? And it was like a big home experience. And I imagine if you, if you release some shit like that, like people, you'll give people the opportunity to do that, especially during COVID. Like small get togethers is better than, a big thing, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta get that right person with that right crib, with that right thing, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody in the game, we debate who got the best <laughs> the best living room, you know what I'm saying? That should be pretty dope. That's what I'm saying. We gotta figure out something because as we move in the future, we can't just stop, oh, no movies for forever. This is gonna, this is gonna end yeah, at some point. Definitely and like, we gotta figure out a, a way to, to, to change this. But with that being said, that's our question for the week. Just wanted to bring that up because I think that's important to the anime community. Just let people know you're not gonna probably get that Demon Slayer movie this year. Sucks to Especially say in it. America, bro. The American yeah, anime in community, bro. In Japan, I can't speak for Japanese and overseas. I can't litty, speak for bro. that. Y'all will probably get it. But like, if you live in America, we ain't getting that shit. No fucking way. But with that being said, let's get into this week's interview with the creator of not the creator and owner of Nami Wear, Mr. Mimic God. Let's get into that right now. Hello, Anime Talk Faithful. This week, we have a very special guest in terms of, and you've heard Krista mention this a bunch on the show, in terms of anime drip, anime uh, clothing, there, there is no other. This is the one. This is the man. This is the creator of Nami Wear. We got Mimic God on here. How you doing, sir? 
What's up, guys? I'm doing good, man. Just excited to be here. Glad to have you, man. And basically, the reason why I want to have you on here is just to talk about your brand and, and say what you guys do for the community. But before we get into any of that, how did you get started in um, designing clothes? Um, I got started in designing clothes when I was in high school. I was in like ninth grade. And um, if you remember like those big oversized shirts, like the Looney Tunes, <laughs> like the airbrush look, I was doing yeah. like, my own versions of those and selling them. And uh, I, I wanted to know more. So I went to I went to community college for graphic design and started picking up stuff off YouTube and uh, basically evolved that into my first clothing line, Mimic, which is where uh, Mimic God comes from. Okay. And uh, I did that for about five years, and now I'm finally transitioning into NAMI wear. Hell yeah. Okay, so what what birth? so you're, you're in college, you just finished community college, you start your first thing. What, what gets you into, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make anime clothes, because it, 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 that's not the first, like, typical thing when you think of, I'm going to make a clothing company. Yeah. Uh, well, when I was doing Mimic, it was all like pop culture clothing and okay. I was already an anime fan, comic books, stuff like that. And, um, I had a friend who's seen what I was doing with Mimic and he introduced me to my partner now who does Nami wear with me. And he was like, Hey man, check this kid out. He does like all these flips on his logo to like different pop culture <coughs> stuff. Uh, I think he'd be like a good fit to do this anime brand. And he said, come up with a couple ideas. I sent him like 20 sketches that same, like probably hour. And he was like, oh yeah, like we're definitely about to do this. We can we can make this anime brand right now. And that's how it started. The rest is history, 100%. <laughs> so what, what gave you, because I always see you talking about this on Twitter and just, and just from knowing being someone that starts his own something, how important is it to not quit? And what can you tell people your advice for wanting to start their own business? Uh, be yourself, 100%. People are looking for, you know, ways to get rich quick. And it's not about that. It's about, you know, making something with a message or being able to provide, you know, a space for people who don't have anything. Like me growing up, I liked anime. Not a lot of kids in my school were watching anime and definitely not a lot of black kids were watching anime. And uh, the few of us that there were, we kind of just stuck together and it's really about being authentic and finding that one thing that you know represents you. 100%. People, people gravitate towards that. And, and you can tell when, you, when there's passion behind it and when, when there's like honesty and integrity with it. Like, and, that, exactly. and that's what people flock to. What, what has been the one thing that, that you think you had to overcome? What's been one of the hardest things to overcome doing what you do? Uh, <laughs> definitely being a black anime fan. <laughs> It's it's not a, uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes you just get those looks. You get those looks from people, and you're like, oh, some black some black people doing this thing. I don't know. I don't know if I could trust it, but have no problem spending their money everywhere else. So we really just had to come like with the correct quality and keep our customer service, you know, above and beyond. No type of complaints, no refunds, none of that. And I think people are finally, you know, able to see us as a legitimate business. 
See, that's what I was about to ask you next. Do you think it's changing the idea of how people look at on Black-owned businesses, or do you think it's just as bad? I think uh, now there are, like, a lot of us that are kind of legitimized, especially during, like, this coronavirus thing. A lot of Black businesses have, like, had to provide, you know, above and beyond even more and because we're doing so much with so little, I think people are starting to really respect like what we're able to do with what we have. No, 100%. And that that is something that I, th- I think across the board, a lot of us didn't expect this Corona thing. So it's about how you can freestyle and improvise through all this. Cause yep. man, I, I know you and not, we're going to go to cons. I know that like we, like a lot of people had con things planned all summer going on tour, like, and that really affected a lot of people's income, but I like to see how people have bounced back in freestyle. How, how has been that bounce back freestyle for you? How's that been? Uh, we took like a pretty big hit in like March, like right when the lockdown happened. I was like, all right, since I know we're in lockdown, we're definitely not going to MomoCon in May. We're definitely not doing any of the cons in LA this uh, summer. So I was like, I could just, I'm just going to get cons out of my head. I focus on what I could do right now. And we just started putting together like releases that we wanted to do for for the con anyway. But I had to basically start turning the page into like almost a network, an entertainment network. Instead of just being a clothing brand where people can, they're going to have their attention on there for like a second. I'm bringing in talent to do like videos and make content to give them kind of an experience that they would get at something like a con. 100%. Talk, talk to me a little bit about those shows that you have created and just say, say where people can find them at. Uh, you can find everything on NamiWare at <coughs> on Instagram. Um, it's all on Instagram TV, like through our channel. Uh, we have Fantastic Frankie. She does the anime of the week every week. She picks something. We're kind of moving past anime a little bit into like comic books and stuff like that. Just just pop culture in general. Uh, we got Keenan Baker, and he does the What Does Anime Influence? So he's got a couple episodes up. Uh, I think he just sent me an episode today, so I'm going to put that up today. And uh, we're getting ready to do some gaming channels. Um, we're doing tournaments, stuff like that. 100%. Why the... And I don't want to say the switch, but why the broadening to uh, comic books and, and just other pop culture things? Um, I don't like we we are anime brand, but we like everything. Like me being partnered with North Caesar, they're a company known for manga and anime, but we're kind of switching into adding like superheroes and things that aren't gonna get covered, you know, anywhere else. Like we have to kind of kind of house all of that at the same time. And the same fans that are fans of anime are definitely fans of like Superman, 1,000%. you know, things like that. No, 1,000%. I think that's, I think that's a good, good look for the brand. If like, I mean, like if I don't say so myself, but tell us, just tell it, tell the people where they can find all the clothing at, uh, on the website and everything and just give them your socials before we talk about some of your influences. Cause I got to talk to you about some anime. This is anime <laughs> talk. Uh, yeah, you guys can find everything at NamiWare.com, Instagram, NamiWare, Facebook, NamiWare. And, uh, I don't think, I don't think we have any other links besides that. Norseaser, uh, Norseaser.com for the manga. 
And I think that's it. Tell real quick, just because we brought that up at the end, and I don't want to let anybody who doesn't know what that is explain to the people what Noir Caesar is and just what y'all are doing over there. All right, Noah Caesar is our uh, manga anime publishing company. We just opened up an animation studio, and we're getting ready to start building our um, our first pilots for some of our original titles. Uh, we have a bunch of like really dope titles, like a bunch of different things, fighting, uh, love. I know story. Exogenesis is hard, Exogenesis. like for sure. A lot of people know Exogenesis. Um, I forget the name of the studio that did the the pilot. I wasn't on the team at that time, but uh, a lot of people seen the pilot at um, Anime LA, I think, uh, two years ago. But we're getting ready to, you know, relaunch all of that stuff and probably get action figures and everything. Hell yeah. That's going to be lit, and you definitely gonna, you guys are going to have a lot of support. Y'all make sure y'all go check out everything Nami Wear and Noir Caesar are doing. Now, let me ask you, because you're an anime fan, what's if somebody wants to know, what's your favorite anime? Uh, favorite I got anime. some rapids coming. Favorite anime? I really, I really, really love... I'm going to say Yu Yu Hakusho is probably my favorite. Uh, one Punch Man is one of my, one of my new favorites. Did I you like season two? I love season two. Did you think the animation compared to season one? What, what's your thoughts on that? I I honestly thought it was good. I liked it. I, I don't know what people were talking. I mean, I I watched them kind of far apart from each other. Oh, so okay, I didn't okay, feel okay. like an immediate difference in anything. But uh, I fucked with the story, you know. The story's hard. The story's crazy. So I Yu Yu Hakusho is, is your number one, though? Uh, yeah, Yu Yu and probably Death Note. I think Ooh. are are my top. Speaking of death, are we gonna see a Death Note drop at some point? Because I know we got the the Yusuke drop right now going on. I really want to do like I know they just just did that book uh, not too long ago. That white jacket that's on there. I that's, do that. that's just hard. Ooh, exclusive. I, I dropped the that. drop the air horns in the background <laughs> for that one. Okay, so what's your opinion? on the dub versus sub debate. And I, I'm just I'm just running through asking you some anime-related questions because you are the Mimic God. Um, I like both. Uh, there's, some, there's some shows that I watch uh, in English, and there's some that I watch Noah subs. Uh, Yu Hakusho, definitely in English. Facts. Dragon Ball, definitely in English. Um, there haven't been too many that I've watched both sides of. Like I've seen a little bit of my hero in English and with the subs, and I don't really, I don't really have an opinion on that. I just like the show that much to watch it. Yeah, one hundred percent. What would you say is the what is your favorite new shonen? If we're not looking at the the classics like the big three, you, the Yu Yu's, the Dragon Balls, I'm talking more so the Promise Neverland's, Demon Slayers, My Hero. What would you say is your favorite of the new school? Uh, my hero is probably the one for me. I, I just think that one, man, in terms of at least Western audiences, the fact yeah. that we grew up with like superheroes and comics, and then for the people who love the anime and manga, see the bridging of the gap between the two, yeah. it just really works super, super well because it's something we can relate to. And then seeing it told in a manga form, an anime form, it just, it bridges two loves that, that Americans can really have. Because honestly, that's been the only yeah. manga that's been on the New York Times bestseller for like, at least for like two, three years. And that's just an testament to what it does in the West. Yeah, that's crazy. 
So no, one hundred percent. What would you say your favorite video game is? Uh, favorite video game. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Kingdom Hearts two probably. Ooh, okay, okay. You Kingdom Hearts yeah. fan. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts two. I got I got the third game. Haven't really had time to play it, but I know. I just thinking back about Kingdom Hearts two. It's like, all right, I gotta really sit down and try to play this soon. And try to beat it. Are you gonna ever enter those Smash tournaments? Those uh, those those Smash Bros. Was, tournaments? Because I saw y'all just I was had in one. The last one. I was in the last one, and I, <laughs> I went to the losers bracket immediately, <laughs> and had to crawl my way out of there. I won maybe two matches. I but, did. Uh, but the the kids that signed up were like hella good. I was I was nowhere near ready. They came and brought the heat. Yeah, they were they were ready to win. That's what's up. That is what's up. I gotta, I'm gotta. i trying to think if there's anything else I want to touch on. Do you think that you're ever going to make any drops based upon video games? Oh, uh, so I have been looking at moving kind of towards that direction. I'm thinking about Tekken, like some of the pieces in Tekken. They have some cool pieces uh, from pants to, to jackets to shirts. Yeah, um... Maybe, maybe like a Devil May Cry. Like there's some things in Devil May Cry that I liked. Um, mostly like fighting games. A lot of fighting games. Um, maybe even some like Final Fantasy type of stuff could probably work. Because it's a lot of like jackets, like bulky yeah. things. Man, you need to check out some of those before you get out the anime bag. You got to check out some of those early 90s sci-fi western, like the Trigons with like the Vash jacket, the Cowboy oh, yeah, Bebops, the Desert yeah. Punks. They have some good stuff for inspiration in there. We we uh, we kind of try to mix it up, go like a little old, then a little new and kind of go back and forth to give everybody a little bit of something. You know? Yeah, to show everybody some love. Yeah. 100%. Well, man, tell the people again one more time where they can find you out on social media and tell them where they can get the products from NamiWare. You guys can find us at NamiWare.com, on Instagram at NamiWare, Facebook NamiWare, Twitter NamiWare. I forgot I have Twitter. Um, and NorthCaesar.com, NorthCaesar on all the social media sites. And I think that's it. I think that's where everything is. 100%. Thank you so much, Mimic God, for coming on the pod. Let's get ready to finish Anime Talk with the rest of the show right now. Want to shout out to Mimic God for coming on the pod. Y'all be sure to follow him. Y'all be sure to check out NamiWare, www.namiwear.com. Check out all their awesome clothes. They have some really dope gear. If I say so myself, like the jacket Chris was showing his Shohoku jacket, shit's fire. The Yusuke drop that they just did, the uh, Yu Yu Hakusho drop they just did, fire. The Plus Ultra shirts are fire. I'm actually about to order me a Plus Ultra shirt myself. Hack, bro. Love Everything. that shit. But let's get into this week's reviews. Let's start off with God of High School, man. Let's start off with the gas. We got, we, we do it episode two and three. In episode two, oh, and, I, and me and Krista, I'm just letting this be known now. Jin Mori can say his name. Uh, Yo Mirai can say her name. Han uh, Day or Han Dawai. I'm not, I'm not saying Dawai Day. I'm not saying, I'm calling that nigga Han. So from now on, when I refer to Han, I'm talking about Dawai Die day, whatever his name is. So mm-hmm. Jin Mori, Han, and Mira made it through the first preliminary round with the next round coming up. The three of them talk about their reasons for entering the tournament. Mira saying she's hoping to find a strong man who can become the successor to her late father's moonlight sword style and rebuild her family's dojo. On the day of the tournament, one of the favorites <laughs> to win the tournament, Kang 
faces off against a Tai Chi user, Go Gamado. That's when all things break loose. So this episode, we kind of run through the preliminary fights. We see uh, J- uh, Jin Mori uh, wreck through. We see Han wreck through. We see Mira wreck through. And then there, we see a lot of connection building between them where they're walking home. Jin does his stupid Goku Luffy shit where he he taps Mirai's sword off the uh, edge and Mirai's really serious because that means a lot to her. She slaps him and is like, leave. She ends up going, look for it. He goes, help her. And then Han comes and help. Just, just symbolizing that these three are friends and th- th- this is going to be our gang moving forward in the show. We see some of the preliminary fights, which is some dope fights, but the big fight of it is Kang versus Gogamado, and Kang's whooping this nigga's ass, whooping his ass. He's about to kill this dude. And all of a sudden, Jim Mori's like, nah, bro, you're not about to kill nobody. Jim Mori come hit him with the uh, 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 three, three fake shoulders and with the kick, knocks this nigga into the thing, paralyzes him, makes him think of his backstory about his trainer who abused him and he don't want to fight no more. Jin, and then uh, Gal Gamato got, got his ass beat so much by Kang, he don't want to fight no more. And all of the uh, commissioners come out and they're like, Jim Mori, you, you about to get your ass whipped, dog. You got to get punished. And then the leader, the head commissioner, uh, I think his name is Park. I th- I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure his name is Park. But I'm gonna look up his name real quick. He popped. <laughs> he he came through and was like, "All right, we got to test you because we got to figure out if uh if you can continue on in the competition." And then basically they uh that's how the episode ends. Is can Jin Mori continue in the competition? I don't know if he eats the fruit in this episode or next episode, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. I want to say it's the next episode. I want to say yeah. So what'd you think of episode two, God of High School? I really liked it. I like the, uh, oh, yeah, the foreshadowing to the whole thing, too. You know what I'm saying? His name uh, like is the, Park uh, Mujin. Yeah, the, with uh, all the foreshadowing of what's going to happen. The commission yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, I like the, I like the whenever, the, um, uh, like whenever Jin was sleeping, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mori or whatever, you know what I'm saying? How he was sleeping, mm-hmm. Jin Mori. And uh, how Sun had pulled up and he was like, fuck with him in his sleep. And he just didn't. He was unfazed in his sleep. You feel me? So he decided to fuck with the other nigga and he like kind of wakes up out of his sleep. He's like, hey, stay on guard. It's like that's kind of foreshadowing to as soon as the fight, you know, the fight happens, son getting his ass whooped, Jen gotta step in and save his ass and be like, hey, 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 you're doing too much right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shows that he didn't just pull up for no reason, just on a stranger's battle. They had kind of like a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that shit was I really like seeing that. That shit was pretty cool. And all the foreshadowing to like like the God modes, and I I'm just calling it God modes because they show it in the preview on VRV of like Jin with his, that little headband thing on his, on his head with all that stuff. Like all the, as of now, this is just a tournament anime, but it's going to sprawl into something more. I'm assuming because there's so many chapters of this webtoons and there's yeah, so many different chapters. I got a homie that's on like chapter 200 something. And, and they say, the, me that they say it changes. Chapters. Yeah. They say the show ch- changes dramatically into something got, else. And, and we're seeing the foreshadowing with like these different church, or these church organizations. Like what's up with park? Why can he just bang his hand down and it smash an Island? Like what's up? See, with like, I got people? light. I got light spoilers, but like, you know what I'm saying? It gets, I, I know it's about to get wild. You feel me? I just want to see, because th- when I'm looking at it, right, I'm seeing the where a lot of the anime is going to take place in that certain area. You know what I'm saying? For right now. You know what at I'm least saying? for That's right now, yeah. Season one, for sure. I want to see how expansive they can get and how big they make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm already seeing some kind of shit foreshadowing to it being a bigger picture but I'm that's what I'm interested in I'm not gonna lie the fights are really great oh, fights are amazing here for the, the choreography is just on point and in episode two with just the fight between Gogamado and uh Kang 
Such a good fight when Kang, when Gogamato's whipping his ass with no arms, and then Kang's like, all right, bro, one arm out, start busting your ass. He was like, now nah, I'm gonna yep. take my other arm out, really bust your ass. And then when Jin came and just wrecked shop on him, super, super dope episode. I give this a solid four. Solid four. I, my higher ranking comes with the next episode. I'll give it, I'll give it a good four, two, four, three, just because I really like the beginning too. I like uh how you uh Yumira, how she's like um chick samurai that like kind of Ar- yeah. archetype you know what i'm saying you know how there's always that like there's that zoro in the click they got the swords it's like you got to have a swordsman in the click and i like her. the fact that it's a chick and i like the fact that she's doing it for a good reason in a time that's way past that like you could tell that he's trying to pass on or he was trying to pass on the you know the uh the sword style or whatever the uh specifics is about it and we learned her backstory it. in two we learned hans mm-hmm. in three and I, and I, and both han and her have great reasons for doing what they do but episode 3 mira he like them more than i like the uh jin mori the main character yeah well we got to learn more about jin mori i i know some cuz i i got deep enough to where the the pre, the preliminary tournament ends i i got into arc 2 and then i stopped at arc well i it, I had to move to a different site and I just never moved to the site. And, but I stopped at arc two after arc two. So Jen Mori progresses as you, as you learn more about him, he's supposed to be a mystery, but in episode three, they, they, they start foreshadowing it. Like why is park interested in Jen Mori's grandfather? Like why is park interested in Jen Mori's life? He gave him this fruit, but let me read the description and we'll talk about that. Cause that's like some of the foreshadowing stuff we can discuss. M- Mira faces off against the WWD women's pro wrestler, Mama Son, but her sword fighting can't keep up with Masan's well-built, well-built body, overwhelming strength. Mori faces the risk of being disqualified from the tournament after interfering with a match between K- gang and Gogamato. Park Mujin, a national assembly, a national assembly member of God of high school sponsor tells Mori that if he can defeat commissioner Q, that is the green haired four eyes guy in a match he will be allowed to return to the tournament meanwhile as regional preliminaries continue across korea a secret organization schemes behind the scenes the key to fulfilling their desires turns out to be dot 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 we don't know that is the church groups that we talked about there the people plotting and shit the uh let's talk about the jin mori storyline right now and then we'll talk about the fights between mira and han the, the fights they fought but basically the jin mori shit is like he is this guy that we gotta we gotta unpeel the layers because literally, why did he feed him that fruit? What does that fruit symbolize? It's, and I guess that has to do with that superpower that's on the poster for Jim Moore in the background. He's this super being, but we gotta know why he's this super being. Why is he the tiger cub of Ty? Uh, Taijin, with who is his grandfather? What does that mean? Like, why is Park Mujin invested in? And Park Mujin also said that like. He's we're not letting this dude go. So is Park a bad guy? Is Park a good guy? Right now, there's and I, and this happens in Fire Force as well. You don't really know who some of these these conspirators are. Like Park kind of seems bad, but Park could also not necessarily be bad. He could just be that that uh, anime trope where he's like the the uh, edgy looking guy who's kind of older, who isn't a villain, but not necessarily a hero, but he's not going to do anything bad. So we don't really know where they fit. How do you, what do you think of this episode? And just let's start off with the Jim Mori stuff and then we'll move to the fights. Uh, I did like this episode a lot. Uh, it was just really, really throw it off. You know what I'm saying? That whole, 
That whole fight sequence was crazy. It was like a crazy ride, and I need a lot more details. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to learn some stuff was going on with Park Mujin and Jin Mori, but the fights were great. I think the Mira fight was good. I think the Han fight was amazing. Not saying the Mira fight wasn't wasn't good. It just wasn't as good as the Han fight. But Mira whipped that girl's ass with the no yeah, sword I love style. Both of those but my thought was, if she could do all that with her no sword style, why she couldn't do that with her wooden sword? Like if she could just cut it. Like her thing is, she could cut anybody with the. That, that's a are we sure? Are we sure she wouldn't have been able to do a uh, move number four and cut this bitch with the sword? I know it was no hand style, but. I digress. Great fight, but see the Han fight, yo. I, I, the, I really like the, the bad uh, dude who is just the the anime stereotype, uh, smart guy who <laughs> plans ahead. Motherfucking metal bat from One Punch Man. He was literally Shikamaru and metal bat fused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or not? No, no Kabuto with his glasses just pushing him up. I've I've Bro, trained for violence and technique. That shit had pissed me off so much when he hit him with them few shots. Done. I was like, you not done? What the fuck you mean? Finish fast. He just stabbed it and then boom. But then Han came up with the four technique and just fucked that nigga up. Great fighting, choreography, amazing with both fights. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm gonna have to go flip it though. I'm gonna have to say the uh, the Yumera fight was my favorite fight. You know what I'm really? saying? Like, okay. I like this one, but man, that dude, the little the little glasses guy, he was kind of annoying. And I'm not gonna lie, I was expecting you. I, I was expecting uh, Han to whoop his ass, like just because he's the he's he seems like the the badass character. You know what I'm saying? Like that archetype, like the dark, mysterious badass. The friend. Kind of sweet to it, the same. He reminds me like Kuwabara a lot. You know what I'm saying? To a oh, and his extent. backstory is great. The fact that his friend's sick and he's trying mm-hmm. to win this to wish like, his like friend Leorio, to be the better. whole Kuwabara archetype. You know what I'm saying? Like I got, I gotta get some money so I can help my friend. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's yeah. like the biggest sweetheart, but you can tell he's tough, like the Iron Giant. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But at the same time, Mira. She was getting her ass whooped, bro. Like, she was getting her shit smoked at the beginning with that sword, and then she shook back. I was sitting there like, damn, son. I'm like, don't do her like this. I didn't have any expectations. I'm like, nah, son. Y'all, gonna, y'all can't punk her out. But she low-key. And I was starting to really like the uh, the wrestler chick because she's on, on some WWE shit. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, she's from America. And I, I love that shit. You feel me? Because she really stuck to the style as far as the going back. Like, the whole choreography of the fight, it was so realistic as far as everything that would have happened the way it happened. And I like watching it because um, being a fan of that old WWE wrestling style, I feel like they incorporated that well, especially when you add in the other fighting techniques that were added in. Like when she did that little swivel move, you know what I'm saying? Like real helicopter. Yeah. That was some real, some gangster shit, son. And it was animated beautifully. So I like that one. I like the other fight as well. Uh, two top tier fights, especially from the two side main characters. What you giving this one out of, uh, what you giving this one out of five? I, I'll give this one another. I'll give this one another four point two, four point three ish. Just because yeah. they both kept me on the same little high. You feel me? This one I'm putting at like four three, four four. I really like this one a little more than the other one. But both, but like you said, both are left you on a high because like we watch these episodes back to back. We don't watch them the week they come out. We kind of wait for them to pile up. But I know at least that's what we do just for our review. And I love doing it because it's like I'm getting two little movies back. Like uh, I'm getting like a little movie when see- I watch it. For the, the reason why I, I like the first episode a lot more too, it's just because of the whole like it. It, it feels like your it villains got dark guy. fast. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I was about to say you're villains guy, and they, and they gave you the first quote unquote like villain that they face, which is Kang. Like the uh, Kang gang guy. You know what I'm saying like how he was. Um, it reminded me of Rando from Yu Yu Hakusho. I always got yeah, the Yu Yu Hakusho references. Some light, how he some was like breaking nigga. his fucking arms. I was like, damn, son. 
like whenever they told him, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you have to take both of your arms out to beat me. He only took one arm out and then he was already down before the other arm came out. He's like, nah, I'm gonna take the other arm out, but it's gonna be to fuck you up more. Yeah. Like the, the whole banter of the series, come sitting there uh, watching episode one, uh, ex- seeing where the series is gonna go. So now we're at episode two and three. I'm like, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? So I'm really excited about that story. You feel me? And I did get a little bit of some teasers in episode three, but I didn't get enough for me to be super hype. So I'm kind of just seeing where, seeing what we're about to get like next, you know what I'm saying? But right mm-hmm. now, as far as just the fights, the fights are on point, but I'm getting more than just good fights. I'm getting good, solid characters, good, uh, believable interactions. Like these fights are going to be more than just um, pretty just fights. good action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good action sequences. These fights are going to be uh, pretty powerful. Just Gotta just say, Crunchyroll's killing like it with the, Crunchyroll's killing it with the originals right now, man. Tower of God and God of High School, both are successes. So, gotta give them their shouts. Let's jump to Fire Force. We got two episodes. Episode two, Flames of Madness. Shinra is approved to have a meeting with Company 4, Captain Hueg, who may be able to provide information on the Evangelist and Adola Burst. However, once the meeting starts, nearly everyone involved starts be- begins to behaving erratically, and that's due to the first pillar. I didn't, the episode kind of made it unclear, but being that I read the manga, I can clear it up. I know it, it, it made it seem like the first pillar was with the evangelist, but she's not. The first pillar is just, she works free of the evangelist. She kind of just does her own thing. And the first pillar took control of Shinra's mind and had him going all crazy. Arthur had to come in and fight him to make shit go right. But it was dope seeing Captain Huey do his thing, doing his masochist, I'm, I want to get burned, but I can resist fire. It was kind of etchy, but for the, for the ladies, it was kind of like male etchy almost. They had some, like this season, they're giving us less female etchy and more male. And I am mad at it because at least they're not putting us with the Tamaki shit over the, over the top. The male etchy, they do, they do how they should have did the Tamaki etchy where it's like, all right, I get this for girls. It's not, it's not over the top. It's not too much. It's, it's not enough to make me be like, oh, they're just dogging us with this male etchy. But it's like, it's the right amount to where I, I understand girls can be pleased and it's like, but it's not taking away from the show. Whereas in season mm-hmm. one, they was just clowning with that shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I, I'm rating both of these episodes super high because yeah, these of the lack of, uh, the lack of Tamaki. Like yeah. I always, <laughs> I say this starting off with the Fire Force. Like if you, if you don't put Tamaki in there, ruin any kind of scene, you automatically get bonus points from the jump for the episode. But you, you gotta admit, these episodes was fire because we're getting more oh, into for the sure. story. I do love these episodes. I yeah, love need- the... We need my character Odin. Like these are two of my favorite. These might actually be my two favorite episodes from Fire Force so far, just because of the amount of hype I've been. You feel me? Like I was a little bit hyped. Like, but like I said, whenever that Tamaki shit happened with the whole her first real big fight and she blew it, we get to see some dope shit after that. But I wasn't really on a high for it. You feel me? Like that Tamaki fight should have ended better. I'd say your favorite moment from season one, at least from what I remember from the reviews, was when we met the uh, Benny Maru from Company Seven. Benny Maru was cool, and I did like Redhead, dude. I forget oh, his yeah, name. Oh, yeah, Vulcan. Uh, Vulcan. Uh, what's his name, Vulcan? Yeah, it's Vulcan. I like Vulcan. I like Benny Maru, and those two moments were pretty dope. I, I still like Benny Maru. Whenever he, he showed up for season two for the little calendar shit, fucking hilarious. But um, but this I, episode was great, man. We see Arthur in, we see Arthur's backstory in this. That shit was Oh, yeah. Lit. But the thing is, we see, like, you know me, I'm a villain guy. You feel me? So with these, we see that chick or whatever, like, I didn't know... I kind of got teased in the, the what is it, the opening or the outro yeah. with, the, with the chick inside of him and whatever I'm sitting there like, whoa, what the fuck is this about? I've, I've seen her like promotional pictures or whatever. And you really get to see this whole like weird- The situation. first pillar. 
yeah, like that's some weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wasn't expecting that. And I feel like they're gonna drill the etchy in that way. Like, okay, she's naked inside of them. You get to see the the silhouette or the whatever you want to see, however you say it, you know what I'm saying? But then we get the other, what's the other uh, chick's name who's not working? Uh, wait, no, you're talking about- uh, We're talking about episode the, two. No, I'm talking, it kind oh, of came about, out the, uh, about, at the end. What's oh, her name? you're talking about uh, Humea. You're talking about the girl who works for the Avengers? Or are you talking about the- Yeah, it's her, the one that works for the Avengers with oh, her yeah, little sidekick, about... with her laggy. Oh, Sh- Sharon? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, if I'm not it's, mistaken, it's, it's Sharon and Humea. Because see, I'm fucking with like, is the third pillar, I think. The, no, she's, little, she's the third or the second. Like, see, what I'm trying to say is with, with those um uh character designs, that's where they go drill the edge in. They go try to keep it like keep it, you know what I'm saying? Keep it mellow as far as the super fan service shit, but they're gonna keep the you know, you know how they do with the angles, like how Gleep Near was like more of a serious yeah. tone, but they still drilled the edge in slightly. You feel me? I'd rather you slide the edge in on the cool. Then make it a big, huge thing and it ruined moments. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I agree with that one thousand. That's that and whole, that's what I think they did. Like that's what I gotta say because I know, I, I know. For example, like in the Facebook group I'm in, a lot of the girls that are in there, they they really liked how they they gave to some. Like I said, the male etchiness, and I was, and they were like, they didn't overdo it, and that's what I'm saying. Like I even for me, it was like it wasn't enough to where I was like, oh, they're doing male etchy. I didn't realize until they they pointed that out, and it was like, oh, well, that's not like Tomaki. When the male etchy pops off, it's straight comedy. Yeah. The thing is, with the 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 Tamaki etchy, it was supposed to be portrayed as comedy. It just wasn't it funny. Was, yeah, it didn't land. So it's it like, if it, if, it, if it ain't funny, then what's the point of it? It's, it, it's just a mood killer at that point. You know but this saying? episode but, had a lot of good stuff in it with, with showing Arthur's backstory. With yeah, I love the new characters introduced. Yeah, and then seeing uh, Ogan, who's going to be a member of, of, well, not a member of Company 8, but he's going to be working with him later in the season. Dope to see a black guy in anime, and he's he has a very sure. dope design. But Arthur's backstory is so sad about how his dad made him just be delusional and 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 use his imagination to fix the situation they were in, and then they just abandoned them. I don't know if they died or if they just left. Like I'm not far enough to know in the manga, so I really don't know what happened yeah, to these people. Shit. Sad shit, but just show. And every time Arthur starts getting in his in his happy place, that's when he starts whooping ass. And he he low key whoops Shinra's ass for the most part, and then Shinra came to came to. And then basically the end of the episode is them finding out about uh, the fifth pillar. So what would you rate episode two? This is high for me. I'm giving it a solid four, four. I'll give it a four, five. To be yeah, honest I was about to say, you. it could be four, a four, five. five. Bro. Just yeah, because I love great. both of the new characters introduced. Like the masochist kind of, what's his name? Uh, uh, Hagu? Or yeah, Hag- Captain uh, Hagwe. Hagwe. But he he was hilarious the whole time. He seemed really cool of a character. He's, like he's I, I liked him. Hilarious. First impressions well, were really good. And he... He he delivered on the first impressions, and uh, definitely um, the the other guy that you know they grew up with or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Ogun? The black dude. Ogun. Yeah, yeah. Ogun? Uh, yeah, Ogun. It's not Odin. I'm thinking. It's no, 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 no. It's it's Ogun. It's Ogun. Ogun. Yeah. But um, him, he's a badass character, badass design. You feel me? And I really love seeing Arthur get that shine with the fight because like Arthur. Arthur's a badass character, you know what I'm saying? He was badass in the jump, but he's badass and goofy. And I like him uh, being goofy, but I like sh- whenever he shows, like, hey, I'm goofy, but I'm more than I'm that. Like, yeah. I'm actually a real... I'm Shinner's rival. Exactly. Like, I'm not a, a, a laughable rival. 
Because no. Cool Borrow was badass in Yu show, but he was a laughable rival. He like cool as far as Naruto and Sasuke, you know Naruto was a goofy one, but Naruto wasn't a laughable rival. You know what I'm saying? I like that about this guy. He's goofy, he's whatever, but you can't just like shrug him off. You know what I'm saying? He's actually can't take the night lightly. He's, he's a super neck knight. and neck with Shinra. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. If Shinra's not doing his fit, doing his like secret, I'm a bent, I'm a break my fingers and then turn to the fifth pillar or the fourth pillar. Well, but yeah, no, solid, super solid episode. Five Force, like I said, I think Five Force season two is going to be the one that hits off really well with the fans because so far, all these episodes have been great. Let's get to episode three, a new flashpoint. Obi goes to see the chief with news of the fifth. Idola burst, uh, bear, schoolgirl Inca, who has has the ability to sniff out fires before they start, becomes notorious as the fireground thief, extorting valuables from victims in exchange for rescuing her. I think it's it's perfect that she's the fifth one, and both the evangelist and the fire force are chasing her, and she's kind of this. I'm a criminal, but I'm I do good deeds. So she's in the middle, and it just works well because it's like. What path is she going to go down? I could see her going down the villain path. I could also see her going down the hero path because if she was a true villain, she would just steal the money and not save the people. But she saves the people. Her thing is to save the people. She just tries to feel this adrenaline rush because she was in the great fire. Also, love her power being that she can see where fires collide. She, to me, is the strongest one that we've seen so far. I know Shinra and Sho, Sho can stop time and Shinra can move super fast, but the fact is, this girl's mobility is kind of of a normal human, but the fact that she can see fires before they start to happen and then do, I thought when I thought she we- fought Sharon in the episode and she draws her thing and all she has to do is hit go and then the fires explode on him, that was badass as fuck. So Inca, Inca such is a cool character. Seeing Sharon just be a badass, just taking out people, blowing up Inca's friend's ribs and him and, him and Shimmer are going to have a great fight next episode. <laughs> but as an introduction to Inca... It really makes me intrigued in her character. She really reminds me of the guy from the pink haired guy from Soul Eater. Uh, Krona? Yeah. She uh she seems like a way more badass version of Krona. Like, no, Inca but is yeah, I like Inca more. One of my favorite sure. characters in the show. Like as soon as she appeared, favorite like top three, top ten. I don't know about where she ranks, but she's in my top favorite top of the, in the show. show so yeah. Far, just because she's got a lot of character, a lot of personality. And it just it just jumps out. You still hear me? <laughs> yeah, no, you good. You perfect. But uh, it literally just jumps out every scene. You feel me? Like she adrenaline junkie who just is chasing that high she's, of she's almost off dying. Too. Yeah, you know no. Like when her, she gets her crazy eyes, like wow. she wants to feel death, death's door at her face. That's why when she was with Sharon, and that's why I say she can go down the villain path like the hero because when Sharon was describing like, oh yeah, you'll get used to seeing blood curdling stuff. She was like, blood curdling bodies putting myself in danger, fire. And then, but then like Sharon was like, yeah, you got to come work with us. We got to take you. And that's the shit she was. She wasn't about the, the captivity. It wasn't so much about the death and the putting my life on the line. No, she's down for that. But it's just like the captivity thing. And I think both the fire force and if the evangelists are going to have to break through that is going to be able to see, will she go bad? Will she go good? Because both can present the death defying shit that she wants. It just depends on which one she cares more about saving right. people or committing atrocities. So we're going to see that. But this episode was great, great, great introduction to her. Great introduction to Sharon. Cause like before this, we really didn't know too much about Sharon. We still don't know much about his backstory, but now we get to see how he fights. We get to see him in action and we see why he's Humea's right hand man. Cause this dude's putting down, putting down bodies. Shinra better be careful. He straight up told Shinra like, 
Bro, you don't have the evangelist power right now. You can't bring it. You don't pack no punch. All you all you is is fast, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna whip your ass. I, I'm I'm ready for this shit to drop. Uh, the next episode to drop because this one, this one was fucking gas. Like also, never I saw. Oh no, go ahead, finish up because I just want to point out something after we do this about the intro because the intro to me, we gotta we gotta we gotta dive into the intro. Now, like the, the opening. Yeah. I'm about to see because I, I seen a little bit of it, but I think I skipped it this time. You know what I'm saying? Watch it. Well, next no, I lied. Time. I skipped it. The I skipped it the first episode, but the second episode I watched it. I remember my girl had said something. She like, "This is a slapper." I was like, "Right." I'm like, "This one when was you, so much harder than the first one." When I you love watch the, it, anim- the uh, song because I, I want you to see it. They show every pillar, and then they show two people in like incapacitated, like encapsulated in fire, so we don't see their faces. I, I don't know if they're gonna be new pillars, if that's the guy with the hood in, over his head that they show throughout the opener. Are they old pillar? Like, I don't know what that's gonna be, but the intro showcases a lot of stuff, especially the Burns and Joker relationship. But back to this episode, I just want to throw that out there that they, they previewed like the different, shit. yeah, they tease the different pillars. So I wanna see how that how that unfolds. Uh, but but what else you thought about, about Inca and, and Sharon in this episode? Well, like, I really love Inca as a, um, I don't even know what to call her, like an anti-hero. You don't know what she is yet. She might be gang later she's on. She's undecided right now. She is undecided, but like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm hoping she's a part of the gang because she's yeah, really too. dope. Easily one of my favorite characters I've seen in the show so far. And as far as Sharon being a villain, like he's the first time you really see somebody pull up and catch a violent body. Like I was sitting there whenever Inca pulled up with Panda and Sancho. I was sitting there like, yeah, this is their little gang. I was like, that's She didn't have to do that to Sancho, bro. Bro, like... <laughs> This nigga fucked Sancho whole chest <laughs> up. They like they had showed it and I was like, they really doing this right now. And then a couple seconds later, they talking and shit. Then they they like cut back to him and you just hear bl- like blood drops and you see him just leak on the ground. It's like Sharon Sh- didn't give no fucks. He was just he like, bitch. Really just did that. Bro, this dude don't matter in the grand theme scheme of things. Sharon was like, we you're gonna see many more of these. Let's just go, bitch. You gotta come and with that's, us. That's so fucked up because the homies they got they had heart, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can't believe you just killed that nigga like that. But them dudes and, told her they was like, We need to go, we just normal people. <laughs> yeah, and she should have let them niggas there. go. She was clowning. They should have shot out, they should have dipped, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, dipped. this is a crazy also, villain to do. Gotta that. blame, gotta blame Sancho. Cause why did you put your hand on Sharon when you realize that? That Inca's acting weird. Who is this nigga that got a blindfold that just popped up out of nowhere? And you're gonna be Mr. Tough Guy, say, "Oh, you can't take my friend Inca." You got a dick, <laughs> son. You can't play the same real, game. Bro. You saw you Panda just think. sat there quiet. <laughs> son, any real Panda kept his him, life. Son. You can't die for no stupid ass reason. And he died for. He a died stupid simping. Ass <laughs> you died simping. You died trying to do some. He was trying. He died trying to do the right thing. But in certain cases. Nah. You, you you can't do the right thing, bro. You gotta do the right thing for you. What would have been the right thing would have been to get the fuck out of the situation. <laughs> Which for her, she Gucci regardless. You know what I'm saying? You we, did. She's still Gucci. They're calling her a pillar. She just told you that she's probably like this fourth generation uh fire starter. And y'all just said y'all don't even have second generation. Y'all normal humans. What the fuck you gonna do to this nigga that just and that's my thing. He didn't walk up. It wasn't like he walked up and they heard him. That mm-hmm. nigga just teleported. Like, I'm not and touching nobody that just teleported on the right side. Like, he is they literally, literally right said here. They was humans, too. They're like, we just humans, dog. <laughs> and as soon as you get all that, we like, we just humans. And it's like, that was the moment where you should have made that decision. Okay, either this is my problem or it's not my problem. It's like, hey, can I handle this problem? If I do choose to take on this problem, will I die? If you say probably so, you should probably dip. You know what I'm saying? But he said probably so, and he still went for it. It's like, son, you set yourself up for the kill. You know yeah, saying? set yourself up for failure big time. But super solid episode. I'm giving this one 4.5. I love both, both of them getting 4.5s. They were great. 
I feel like I was harsh on Fire Force the first season because it, it was it it was it was underwhelming. Necessary criticism as far as what it could have what it could have been. But this this gonna be my four season. I'm giving this one a four eight, maybe a four seven. Like this one, I liked it front to back. The introduction to all these new characters, I like. I like Sancho. I like Panda, even though one of them was killed off. Yeah. I like Sharon as a uh, or Sharon as a as a as a villain. I love Inca. Uh, Inca's pulling up made the episode damn near. I love seeing Shinra fly to the scene to like just pull up on some like uh Goku shit because he was really flying on some whole you know how they fly everywhere in Dragon yeah. Ball Z he like the only dude in the squad that could do that so that's kind of badass he just flying around like pull up so epically they're like she's uh Inca's hitting uh Sharon with her little pop little and fire thing she's she just lying just come down on Sharon mm-hmm. and she's like looking up and I don't know Sharon has to be blind or he cannot see because there's no way he just I don't. We we got to get more backstory on Sharon next episode because like yeah, he just they, he stood. Sharon just asshole. came down and like he just bopped him and and that girl was looking up and he was he he didn't bother looking up like oh why is Inka looking up so like Sharon got to be blind like, and he, yeah he got to be thrown off or some some got to be up with him but now nah, I told you man got, Lynn Lynn don't lead us lead us wrong <laughs> I don't Lynn don't lead us wrong I told everybody before the season started this is the five four season this is the one that's gonna make it be like okay five four is gas pack. Uh, you always need that second season. You always need that a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I always say Naruto wasn't gas packed first season. I mean, it kind of was, but I mean, it, compared to and Five Force wasn't bad for it. Was just it just came out in a year with Demon Slayer, My Hero, Vinland Saga. It came out with a lot of S tier, and it was like A B tier. It was I mean, never it was never was like C tier. And that's my Soul thing. Leader built up to being great. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let you gotta let these some of these shows get their built. And that's what Fire Force is. I think I think if if it's all said and done. Fire Force has a bad first season, but a lot of S tier second, third, and going forward. I think that's better than having an S tier first season and steadily go down. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. You wanna you wanna start off. You wanna finish warm strong. up, you know what I'm saying? And you wanna just keep pop. I like shows that escalate. Exactly. And that's what Fire Force is doing. So super, super dope two episodes. We got I gotta say, these two shows are great, like Glipnir and Tower of God were good for us for the spring, but I think these two, I'm not going to say either one is better than Tower of God, but I think the two together are better than Tower of God and Glipnir. Like, Glipnir was good, but Fire Force and God of High School are definitely both better. Yeah, like two heavy hitters. We yeah. were waiting on this, you know what I'm saying? Like, this would be if we had two Tower of Gods. We just stumbled upon Glipnir, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we Glipnir just, was an accident. It was cool. It was hot as hell. It was it fire, was, It was nice. I liked it, but... These it's are ones this. that the whole world is checking for. You wouldn't see nobody at the time I talk about Glitnir unless he was in it. I gotta give both Fire Force and God of High School credit. Both of their animation, pristine. Like, Fire Force looks so good this season. It really oh, yeah, does. It looks amazing, except for that fire. That fire was ass. Which one? Which one? That whole CGI fire from the second episode that Inca oh, was saving Inca, yeah, old man from. Yeah. So that fire was like, boy, I know it's not where you're throwing the budget. The <laughs> that was the worst was scene. But everything else looked beautiful. Like anytime uh, Shinra's in the evangelist state with all the black, with all the uh, Amaterasu fire around him. I love that Naruto taught us this, these wordings, because that's all that is, is the black Amaterasu fire all around him in the evangelist, or not the evangelist shit, it's in the, uh, well, yeah, I guess it is in the evangelist realm. And just the way this shit looks this season is exciting. And I can't wait to see more Ogun. I can't wait to finally see Joker for this season. I'm hyped for Fire Force season two. A lot of shit got me hyped, especially from the intro to everything that's going on. This season right. is great. But it's, it's, it's hot right now. Yeah, no, it's no great. No pun intended. 
like I said, these two shows are amazing. We got two gas pack. Hopefully, Jujutsu Kaisen, we find us another one for the fall to finish out the year. But look, man, if, if AOT and JJK drop, 2020 wasn't a flop. It was a good, like, I can't say 2020 is a flop with AOT, JJK, Derohe Dero, Fire Force, God of High School, and Tower of God. That's a win. That's a winning year. We do have a great year uh, laid out for us. Isn't Shaman King coming this year? Or that's 2021. That's 2021, I think. AOT is this year, too? It's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't think we're getting it pushed back. There's a lot of shit coming out this year still. Promise Neverland got pushed back. And then we still got all the shows that got pushed back from the spring, like Operate Rand Man, Millionaire Detective, a lot of the underground shows that we're we still talking about. We're getting fucking Digimon right now. We're getting, like, probably and one no of the Guns coolest life. Pokemon animes as well, too. Like, Pokemon is finally taking the anime serious. I'll say that. Like, And No Guns Life Part, part 2. So that's going to be... That's out right now? That's, that should be out in, like, I think next week. If it's not Formation's out right now... has been pushing it to me heavy. I do got to... Uh, I got. I do got to shake my finger at Funimation because I understand due to the, the Coviticus, you feel me? Uh, I usually watch Fire Force Dub, like, before every episode. Oh, they don't have episode. No, they, they got the first two episodes. Oh, really? But the third episode was supposed to drop three days ago, you feel me? The, mm. the last episode came out on the 10th, Dub. Same time as the sub. They were very good about that the whole first season. I understand Coviticus got you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sorry to say it. Coviticus is getting everybody, but... With Funimation, I watched Glibnir on Funimation. I watched a lot of shows sub. They didn't have the episode at all. Like, even right now, you can't watch episode three or five for us. And I wanted to, I just wanted to throw that out there to just be a goddamn it, Funimation, get y'all shit together. Because I understand that having the dub, it hurt a little bit. I was like, damn, fuck, I gotta watch the fucking five for sub. Because I, I do like certain characters in the sub. I don't like certain characters in the sub. Who don't you like in the sub? Uh, uh, I definitely don't like a homeboy with the fro, the little nerd guy that just got drawn the crew. Oh, they thought he was a bad dude. Uh, Victor, I don't like light, his voice. Light. I don't like. Uh, I don't like Captain. I don't like Captain Obi. Bro. Oh, you don't like Obi in the? I can't. I it's like too, Obi in the sub. It's too much of an old man. I like. I like his uh standard. English but I do dub like voice. his. I do like his dub voice. I gotta admit. But see, for me, I really like Arthur and Shinra subbed. But I do I like, like I like both the both. I like that's Sh- one of the ones I can interchange. I like Shinra dubbed. I do like Shinra dubbed. I like Shinra dubbed a lot. That's mm-hmm. the I think that's the main reason why I like the dub. For me, it's like if the dub's main character that they focus on is good, I can get around all the things. And I that's why I really like Fire Force's dub because I really do like Shinra. It's Arthur that I don't necessarily like as much. Because I, I like Arthur subbed. Arthur subbed is a clown. Uh, Arthur had a lot of lines in the episode that they did have sub. Episode two, I mean, uh, dubbed, and I did like Arthur. You did Arthur. like him? I always okay, say I'm Arthur. Have, when, I'm going to have to check but it out. He's not, he, t- I guess it's just because I, I came from episode one dub. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm used to Arthur. Like, I like him just because he fits the archetype. Like, you know how you get that, that real hard Japanese Goku, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a different character than the American English, oh, we're going to try to make him it like still this fits Goku? It. It, it still fits, but it fits okay. like that. You know what I'm saying? It fits snug. He's goofy, but he's badass when it's time to be badass. But he's extra goofy when it's time to be goofy. But um, I will say one more thing, because not about Fire Force, but about um, God of High School. I do not like the main character's voice either. In the dub? I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's dub oh, yet. Oh, in the, the sub? sub? You, oh, you don't like God, Jim Mori's voice? Oh, he's so annoying. He's like top tier annoying. Luffy, not, Luffy Goku, bro. That's who Jim, Jim Mori is. I, I feel like he's based on that, uh, you know, the Japanese, well, this is Korean, so I don't, I don't know if it's the same lore, but you know how they have like the Monkey King that Goku uh, and Luffy are based off? That's who Jim Mori's based off as well. 
That's why his voice is like that. He's just so annoying. I gotta remember Goku. Well, Luffy oh. can be, but Luffy's <laughs> endearing. Like Luffy is very endearing. You know bro, what Luffy saying? got bro. Look, Luffy post time skip is, is, and Luffy has his moments pre time skip where he's endearing. But bro, for the most part, pre time skip, Luffy's a fucking clown. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Luffy, Luffy's voice in the sub it, is hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. That that nigga's a clown. Like he's a straight up clown pre time skip. Luffy has think, to have uh, Ace Ace's departure to make him be serious. Once Ace departs, and he's like. I couldn't save him. Maybe being the pirate king has you have to be serious. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. You gotta stop clowning around. Him and Usopp wasn't playing too many games on the ship in, in pre-post time skip. But well, I'm watching Punk Hazard. This nigga got like he's oh, pretending uh, to be a centaur, bro. He like but, okay, but, with another see, centaur. See, he's just goofy. He you gonna, you gonna have a Zoro, but see, they gonna have a moment with Zoro where Zoro gonna lay down the hand, like, nigga, we just took two years off, nigga. We can't lose. Like. What do we do? Like I'm other people. Trying out, to, I'm, I'm hyped. trying to be the pirate king, nigga. Take this shit serious. Didn't we say we was taking it serious before I go to sleep? No cap. And then, and then Luffy, after that, sleep. Luffy was like, "All right, Zoro, you right." Like he's still goofy, Luffy, but he's not like. Nick said, "Goofy pre, Luffy." He's, he's not bar. pre-time skip Luffy. Like pre-time skip Luffy's on a whole nother another stratosphere of like I just don't give a fuck and I'm goofy. Man, I can't. I can't wait till I get into it. I still feel like I'm. I'm fresh off a of time skip. So once you meet Law, doing this new time skip world. Once you get deep with Law, that's when shit gets real. When they start mentioning Do Flamingo, that's when shit's like. And they right. already kind of getting into the mix. They kind of like foreshadowing a lot of shit. So I'm excited for what's about to happen. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. See, ooh, I'm so knocking excited. Out, bro, for you to knocking get out five chapters. But if if I'm gonna do any one of them, I feel like One Piece is the one that's better for the long haul. And I think the sooner you get caught up, the faster we'll like. Because I think there's a lot of One Piece YouTubers, but like. I think we could we could do like some discussion one piece stuff. I think we can because like it's it's one piece is great, man. Like one piece is really the best oh, manga Shonen Jump shit, has man. right now. Like to me, if I'm ranking has ever sh- had who has yeah, it might it might be it's the top. best they've ever it's, had. It's it's, it's, it's up definitely there. top three. It's yeah, no, one thousand percent. It's it's the top numbers two. Will say that it's top two, easy. And but out of all the Shonen Jump right now, I'm looking at it. Besides Haikyuu, which was great, and that just ended. Shout out to uh, let me say the mangaka's name. Shout out to uh, Haruchi Furudate. Furudate. Shout out to Furudate for Haikyuu. Dope to see it ended. And I'm gonna just say this: there's no shade, or it might be a little shade. That's how you end in a manga. That's how you end the story. Shout out to Furudate. That's a shot. That's a that's a little shot. Little little shot. But best manga out right now in Shonen Jump. One Piece number one. My hero number two. I know niggas gonna say Black Clover, but I got, I got, I got, I think I got JJK number Black three. Clover, Black Clover's yeah. good right now. Shit's, shit's litty. But like, to me, you know, JJK, I got it over Black Clover. And if I'm being honest, I got Spy Family and Undead Unluck over Black Clover too, but that might be pushing it. You that might be pushing Black Clover it. though? I am, all the way. Black Clover's cool. It's good. I feel it's the bleach. It's the bleach yeah, of the fucking. That's what I'm. That's era. what I'm about to say. Like I like Black Clover a lot, just like I like Bleach a lot. But I don't love Bleach, and I don't know if I. I don't think I love Black Clover. Whereas I love Naruto. I love My Hero. I love I Full Metal. I, I love. I love One Piece. I love Bleach. Of bleach. I, I like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I like. I love, I love parts of it, and I like other parts. But like, I don't love Bleach and Black Clover over. Like if they say like. Name animes you truly love. They're not getting named. One Piece is in there. Oh no, one, one yeah. in there from One Piece, one. Naruto, Yu Yu Hakusho, Hunter Hunter, Full Metal Alchemist. At least for me, 
uh, those are some that like I, I can say I love my hero. I love. I really Man, love, shout out to Shona Jump for fucking for 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 sponsor or uh, for dropping. Etchy Shonen Maga, baby. Cause you know what I'm saying? Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs is oh, gas he read packed. That? <laughs> Top tier guy read it and watched it. Baby, it's <laughs> gas pack. Don't sleep on Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs. And you already know I had to say it, son, because I did watch the first two episodes and I did read a couple chapters of Run a Girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? I thought that shit was gonna be bullshit. That shit got hard, son. I'm telling you, son, you might. You might come away from it a new man, son. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not super etchy. <laughs> no way. You might, you might go into this. You might, it might make you shed a tear. Like, the, the, no, I'm, I'm a shedding a tear. I'm, you know what I'm shedding a tear at? I'm shedding a tear that Vegeta got his ass whipping the new chapter after Like, he got a, a Bro, temporary we have to. We you might have to go ahead super. and have a whole a whole super I'm caught discussion. Up. Like, a whole different, like, you know what I'm saying? We might have to have a whole, a whole different pod show. Yeah, no, we, we did dedicate. That. Just like you know, what I'm saying to we the do moral monthly, every time the new track, like we could talk about up to now because there's a lot, a lot, yeah. to do, bro. We could, me and Fabe been going bananas in a group chat. We could do that this week. At a point, I seen some shit in Super. I ain't seen happen in a minute. Yeah, no, we could definitely do that this week, and that could be part of the extra content where we give them run it back next week and the little Super thing. Because I, I, we, I got to talk about that. I'm caught up. Like I'm 100 caught up in the shit is the crazy sh- like, right now. Love seeing Vegeta get his win last month, but this month. Niggas took L's this month. Everybody. Everybody took L's. Even, like, who's the most injured? Goku, Piccolo? It's one of them. I don't know, bro. Niggas got rocked, but Goku got a hole. But so did Piccolo. Piccolo got a hole in his chest, and Goku but, got bro, a hole in his chest. that huge hole? Yeah. Like, son, that, that shit look like a crater. And I don't think Dende's just going to... Like, I don't know if Dende's just healing all of that. And it, it's so bad that we sat to interfere. And we said, I don't interfere in this type of shit, but nigga, it is bad right yeah, it's, now. Yeah, it's real it's bad. bad. It's real bad. I can't but, wait to the next chapter because where they where do we go from here? We can definitely. I'm down to do that because that's one that mm. we're both caught up on, and I'm I'm one hundred one thousand percent down to do that because I'm actually really funny enough. As much as I criticize Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super, I'm really enjoying the moral arc. I think this. Oh, is I don't first. miss. I don't miss right now. Like, I right think now, this I'm is, not missing a chapter. I think this is the best arc of Super. Yeah, and so I, far. It, so far, like because it, it's doing different shit. It's doing, and I know. It hasn't done the Goku's gonna save us yet, but everything with like the fallen god, Vegeta learning, like that's different shit. That's how you expand your universe. That's shit that I want. Like, see, now if they just let that new that new cop Miris fall to the wayside, he don't do nothing, and Vegeta fall to the wayside, and it's just Goku Ultra Instinct, then that's gonna shitty this arc. But if they continue on the path that they're on, this shit's gonna be lit. Gotta give them their props. That cop got something going on with him. Yeah, they, oh, they gonna dive he's into an angel. With that, uh, the, the galaxy cop. But yeah, he's an angel. They're diving into that for sure. Yeah, They're not about it, to just let that not get addressed. They, they got to dive into that. But also, I want to shout out Hardball Cop and Dolphin. That's a pretty, that's a fun series on uh, Shonen Jump. That's a, just a mystery cop series I enjoy. Also, uh, wanted to shout out Time Paradox Ghost Rider. It's different. It's not really my bag of its... Action is just basically this guy is writing a mangaka. He gets these stories from the future, he, and then he posts these stories, and the best stories in Shonen Jump, and this girl wrote these stories in his time period, but she hasn't gotten them published, and she's like, why are my characters in Shonen Jump now? So they have all this shit going on, but that, that's a pretty interesting one, and then to me, one of the best in Shonen Jump is Spy Family, which I'm excited for the anime. Fucking you, Spy Family. Spy Family is great. Chris, honestly, you're going you to love Spy Family, because it's like, it's your type of non-action bag. Like they don't, they have some edgy moments, but it's a lot of heart. 
and a lot of just cute, funny moments. I'm about to peep it out, man. And they still I'm have some action. Spy Family's great, but I like trying, this little I'm, conversation we just had. I'm trying to get you get you caught up on easy zero, son, because when That's, I tell you this shit is gas packed. The fact that you're reading One Piece, I'm going to read Eden Zero. And son, I'm almost caught up with Eden Zero. I got like literally like 15 more chapters left. If I'm not mistaken, it and might then, be less than that. And then when you catch up, then we should we could do discussion on that. And I, that'll make me want to catch up because like yeah, I One love... Piece is the next one. I'm be doing One Piece and Jujutsu Kaisen exclusively. Well, these manga Probably. contents are coming. The, this manga contents coming. We we gonna do that DBZ video. We gonna we gonna make that happen. There's this... too much shit to touch yeah, on. I'm this... like, shaking. we gonna do it. But that's well, you guys can expect some DBZ or not DBZ, some Dragon Ball Super content from us. We got some more manga content as me and Christian catch up. But the Run It Back will be Run It Back's new episode will be next week. Shout out to the guest Peter McGinn from What Do You Say Anime? Brody. We're doing Studio Ghibli. I guess we can announce the movie right now. We're doing Howl's Moving Castle. Yes, we didn't choose Kiki's Delivery Service. We didn't choose My Neighbor Totoro. We didn't choose Princess Mononoke. There's, those are going to come. We're saving some of the classics, but to me, this is a classic, but it's an underrated classic. Uh, Peter didn't see it. I don't know if Chris has seen it. I think I'm the only one who's seen it before, so we're going to have that how does it hit you for the first time versus is it run it backable, and this will be a great discussion. So How's Moving Castle, the next run it back. Be, uh, you guys can, I'm telling y'all now, so y'all watch it. When we, I think we're going to look to drop it Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, but go out. It's on HBO Max. Y'all go watch it to get ready for the rewatch, or you can watch it on Kiss Anime, but How's Moving Castle, we're going to be doing that. So y'all be on the lookout for that next week. But other than that, Chris, so, to tell the people where they can find you on social media. At Chris and SJE, you know what I'm saying? Everywhere, you feel me? You could space between Chris and SJE if you want to find some music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, uh, Weeb God versus Annie Twitter. Yeah, man, it's, it's out. It's doing good, man. It just broke 10K on Spotify. You feel what? Well, it's 11K on Spotify. But uh, uh, me and Faye just dropped like a little Rivals 1.5. Y'all got a banger on there. Fuck Rachel. Yo, Man, no, I'm Rachel not even. I'm not even right talking now. about and and, that, and I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. I'm not even talking about fuck Rachel. You fuck Rachel. Fucking, who's fuck next? Rachel's a hit, but who's next? That hip hop, bro. No, nobody was expecting. Chris, I was Harry playing too. that. I put that on the pod where I was dancing for bros who think I put that on the. My girlfriend came when I was editing it, and she just hear the beat right, right when the song started, and you go go go. She starts, bro. My girlfriend was cutting up to that, oh so she, she was like, y'all, they got a hit. Like she wanted to do a challenge to that. Y'all need to make y'all like we got, we got to talk about this off air. Y'all need to we do should, something bro. with that because that song okay. is a hit. Then that was just a little prequel. We did fuck Rachel, and we did uh, who's next, and because we did rivals one with uh, some classic songs like Gogeta. Uh, Deku versus Kachan. Uh, but don't get twisted. Fuck Rachel's a, is is the anthem for the fuck Rachel gang. Like fuck Rachel. Fuck Rachel all sure. my homies hate Rachel. Rachel. I'm waiting for like a a week or two until because it's like maybe two or three weeks until Tower God Dub wraps up, and then I'm be on the timeline aggressively. I'm be like, hey, fuck y'all Rachel. have no reason to not have watched this by now. Like, yeah. what is what is wrong with y'all? Watch Tower of God because I, I feel like people are, are still sleeping. I see people that are slowly catching on. Some people are watching the dub. I'm spoiling shit on the timeline back to back to back because I ain't gonna lie, Tower God is gas. I'm I'm pushing the Tower I, God I, agenda 2020. I'm getting so close to reading it because I don't know if I could wait for season two. Now see, I don't know if I'm there yet. For some but, reason, but the, the webtoons ain't hitting for me just the yet. webtoon doesn't look as good to me as the animation of Tower of God. Now like, see, got of high school, it got a high school, it looks the exact same to me. Like got a high school looks just like the webtoon. But you mm. see, Tower of God, it does not like. 
it does not look the same. Yeah, it is. The anime, like, we're spoiled with the anime. And, the anime is looking good. That's my biggest. That's every time I think about reading it, I go back to like, Bam does not look like Bam in the shit. Like, they don't look like the same. And it's like, that's throwing me off. So that's why I haven't started reading it. But I might. But nah, you, you, you have sold me. I'm reading Eden Zero. We're doing it because you're on One Piece. You, you, you showed me that you're doing it, so I'm gonna do it too. But yeah, uh, y'all make sure y'all go follow Chris and check out We've Got Verse Annie Twitter. Make sure y'all go check out Rivals 1.5. I'm telling y'all, if we was outside and they had a club, we I'm telling y'all, we got to make this into a viral moment because Chris has a hit, <laughs> uh, a true bona fide in the club that could be on every club on Friday night. You have bitches twerking, niggas back that just do nah, that's a fucking vibe. That hip hop Harry. Who's next? That, that shit, shit is fun. gas pack. Y'all make sure y'all go jam that. Y'all can follow me at LynnBWT. Follow the bros who think at bros who think. Be sure to this Thursday, check out the most recent episode of, Bro- of the bros who think podcast with myself, Brooklyn, Doom, uh, Julian, Justin, and Schubert. Y'all be sure to check that out. Also, if you're a movie and TV fan, y'all be sure to check out bros who binge the most recent episode. We reviewed the new Andy Samberg movie on Hulu called Palm Springs, which is really good. Like I, if you're a fan of Andy Samberg or rom or good comedies, y'all should definitely check out Palm Springs and we review it as well as if you're an avatar fan and you listen to anime talk, there's no reason why you shouldn't be listening to bros who binge because we are reviewing avatar. The last airbender, Every episode right now, we are no right now. We're on book two, episodes five through eight. We do four, we do it in four episodes chunks because they're so small. So, right now, we're in book two. We literally just got Azula and Ty Lee and May fighting the Avatar for the first time. So, we're in the thick of things. Y'all can hop on, y'all be sure to check that out. We're reviewing Avatar every week, but other than that, next week, like we said, look forward to the Run It Back episode and our DBZ special, kind of starting our manga content on YouTube. But other than that, you guys have a great weekend. For Mimic God, for Chris, and my name is Lyndon. We'll talk to y'all next week. Until then, peace! Step in like I'm stepping out, dressed to impress. Catch a lady, wanna run, I'm out. Dipping, I dabble, never tired that I'm dipping out. Like DJ Unk walked it out. What you talking about? Came in with my dog, we can't bark it out. Big blunt, spark it out. Rapper tried me, chalk him out. Big front page, fully who they talking about. Alien invasion, they saying who brought the Martians out. These niggas mad while I'm ahead and where it hurt. Your bitch wanna fuck, cause she say I'm a jerk. Jerk, 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 yeah, jerk, yeah, jerk, yeah, jerk, yeah, jerk, yeah. Love these new boys with the skinny jeans. Only hit a baby once, not a bitch a fiend. Yeah, and I'm spitting fire like a finikin. Yeah, and the pack moving like it's on a bean. Lame niggas always asking where the hoes at. Got a bitty with a mouth open like a gold bag. She cosplay, I'm on that. Spanish make her ass fat. I'm on it like saran wrap. Bands make her ass clap. Go, 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 go.
Rivals 2 2, probably dropping soon. Yeah, Rivals 2 sequel on the way. Yeah, fully in the room, rap niggas ain't safe. Yeah, pistol in your face, open up the safe. Yeah, I came to take, I ain't came to play. I came for cash, I ain't came for fame. Yeah, brought the major pain like I'm Damon Wayne. SJE the game, cause I'm insane. Rapping through the hook, I run shit like a train. <laughs>